This episode of Real Life Sci-Fi is brought to you by Epic Reads and the new sci-fi fantasy Heart of Iron by Ashley Poston. New York Times bestselling author Victoria Schwab says Heart of Iron delivers a delightful cast and non-stop thrills. The pages flew by and I couldn't put it down. Don't miss this epic adventure perfect for fans of Six of Crows and Firefly. Pick up Heart of Iron today. Available now wherever books and audiobooks are sold. Do you do audiobooks? I tried, but the one that I tried to listen to was too quiet, and I was cooking. (laughs) Feral Audio. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Real Life Sci-Fi with Wade and Willie. I'm Wade. I'm Willie. This is a Feral Audio produced podcast about conspiracy theories and ghosts and uh, uh, Bigfoot. All things paranormal. Uh, Our guest today is a good friend, creator of Netflix's Love and Star, also Paul Russ. How are you, buddy? Oh, I'm good. Thanks, buddy. Good to be here. (laughs) Yeah, good work on the show. It's great. Oh, thanks, man. Uh, You're... uh you were uh, one of the people I remember who 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 said very nice things when it first came out. Oh. Wade, Wade's not afraid to send a warm text. Well, people should take a page from his book. It's mostly just me trying to stay relevant in my friends' lives who are <laughs> quickly outgrowing me. Um, <laughs> are you guys doing season three right now? Or? We uh, yeah, we uh, are currently editing season three, so everything's shot. So now it's all done. Now it's just a matter of looking at my head and face and hating it. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I remember I got headshots like 10 years ago, and uh-huh. I was going through them trying to pick. Yes. And I just like turned into this gross like bird person just because I'm looking at myself <laughs> yeah. so much. It's, just it's like, hard not to. Yeah. Oh, I'm ugly. I, yeah. I got my, my first headshots taken by... Um, a person who was clearly Scientologist, because when I came in across their coffee table, it was like uh, littered with uh, Scientology l- literature and L. Roy Boy. Hubbard's work, and uh-huh. uh, and I had <laughs> sort of been suckered in. But I also knew the other indicator was like I walked inside, and the person was like, "Oh my God, you look just like my friend Giovanni." <laughs> <laughs> Giovanni Rabisi. I'm like, I know. There's not many people named Giovanni. It's either that or Giovanni Bernard, the running back for the fucking Bengals. Um, and also the bullshit of that is like, and then when in you what re- universe do I resemble Giovanni? <laughs> uh, you know, not even that he's like a. Hey, we got the next for one. A name drop. <laughs> Just right off the uh, the assembly line. Do you, so do you wait? Do you think that you got? duped into some recruitment or just random they were just tr- doing their job of half ass recruiting yes yeah uh she like um she never made the hard sell and i took it <laughs> ended up i i i took it as she invited me into her home to take pictures i just happened to get a glimpse of her life word, word. it wasn't like in order to get these <laughs> pictures when she was taking your pictures did she did she keep going less things could you tone down the Thetans? <laughs> oh, I could help you with that, actually. I'm getting a lot of Thetans. You know, Can you just move? Yes. All right. Less Thetans. Good. 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 Perfect. Uh, but uh, the the other part of that was um, she. You know, I think I took these when I was like 24, and so she was like, you know, you could possibly get like young parts, like high school Disney Channel parts. So she made me put on 
this baseball was cap. It a, was yes. it a hat with a with a spinny? Thing <laughs> so on? close. It was like a multicolored cap. So it was just all it needed was the spinny and the big lollipop. Right. And he <laughs> dressed up as a little sailor boy. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, that was the last steps. But it was a, a multicolored cap that was like on backwards. Um, so those those exist somewhere. If you yeah. Fuck, what was I just going to say? Oh, I wanted to ask about love because I, mm-hmm. I wonder this a lot. Because the first season, and I'm sure you've strayed from it now, but like it was like based on your relationship, right? Uh-huh. Like how much is actually real? Oh, you know, it's so funny because like when uh, my wife, Leslie Arfin, and I, uh, when we knew we were about to do the show, we had already re- written the script and we just wrote it. Just uh, out of interest and thought it'd be mm. fun. And then when we realized that the show might possibly be presented as it's their lives, we thought, oh, my God, if we knew of a couple who was like, we are so interesting. <laughs> People need to see a show right. of this. Like, it's the most fucking obnoxious yeah, yeah, yeah. thing in the world. Right. And from that point forward, <laughs> it was about getting the cat back in the bag uh-huh. of... I mean, I, I this is truth. When Netflix like met us after everything had been done, they were surprised to know that we were a couple. So we were trying as best as we could to not let people know we were a right, couple because we right. thought it would be gross. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I'd like to think that history uh, from that point has shown that like we haven't ever really fully like exploited that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if your question was about well, like it's, how it's, it's always like it's hard for me to watch things when I know it's kind of based on a true story, even right. though that's not the way that you guys build it or anything like that. Right. It, I always watch it through that lens of like, I wonder how much of this is real and what's not. And stuff yeah. Like that. Specifically like Schindler's List. It's kind of like fucked up that you do that, right? <laughs> well, <laughs> it's always. I'm just very nitpicky about it. Like, <laughs> he couldn't have saved that many. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I mean, for, yeah, it, it is. And I asked that same question, too. When you watch somebody and you get the vague, even if it wasn't promoted to you as such, it's just you get a vague sense like, oh, I feel like this is based on something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you can't help but be preoccupied with it. And then it becomes a matter of then how do you... Uh, Tap me on the shoulders as soon as this becomes super boring. I asked, man. Uh, but like, <laughs> I'm like fascinated by this stuff. But like, I think uh, you know, there's times where if you go, oh, I am giving my presentation of like experiences I've had, and you make it seem like you're the one who was in the right, and you did something really nobly, nobly, and like we're uh, right. Uh, you kind of go like, I don't know, why is this person writing this to see like a cool <laughs> dude? Like, what's he trying to convince us of? Uh, but then you could go the other way around where you go too far to like make it seem like you're a piece of shit. So people don't think you're just trying to make something to not seem like a piece of shit. Right. And eventually, I think maybe after three weeks of thinking about that in the beginning, you kind of go like, oh, it's impossible. Yeah, so yeah, I'll yeah. just do what I right. feel like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, my other industry question is, uh, have you met Paul Rudd yet? Yes. You did? Yeah. Did you guys talk about your names? <laughs> yes. 
Can I hear that story? <laughs> the first one you said, I want to ask an industry question. It was like, now, is coal still viable <laughs> in, this, in this marketplace? Uh, Where do you stand on wind energy? <laughs> Don't you think it's taking over? Uh, I did, you know, it's funny because when I first moved to L.A. and... Uh, you know, um, just in the interest of, or in the, so people know, conflict of interest. Wade and I have known each other for many years. We worked together logging TV reality yeah. shows. Oh, gosh. That's how we met. I don't even know which show it was. Uh, I think it was Meet the Family. Meet the Family? Are you sure? Face the Family. Meet the Family. There's no I don't, I, alliteration I there. I have no idea. Yeah. Face the Family. I just remember we had this logger. He was a he was also a logger who became our boss, and then he would always like g chat me or whatever was the chat thing at the time, and be mm-hmm. like, "Hey man, can you do me a solid?" And that was the first time I ever heard "do me a solid," <laughs> so I yeah. despised that guy. Or or also uh, used it in a way that it means work for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, like you're not asking. Hey, I'm supposed to like, do this. Hey man, I'm gonna do you a solid and right. uh, yeah. give you uh, one extra dime bag. You're like, thanks, man. You're yeah. doing me a solid. But then when it's your boss, be like, can you do me a solid and uh, stick around work three hours? Right. right. Like, uh, <laughs> this is a solid? I'm doing you solid a favor? piece of shit. Yeah. Was, that the, was that a place in Burbank with like Abed? And- no, this was... I, we this were was on in the heart lot. of Hollywood, Sunset and Gower. Yeah, it was a Sunset Here's and Gower thing. lot. I did work on a different reality show. I was like part of a team of like three people, and you guys were working on something else. So we oh. were working. The, we were working in the same room. Yeah, it was like a production company, not the same show kind of thing, right? And I followed. It was Face the Family because it was about a, a reality show version of Meet the Fa- uh, Meet the Parents. Me, yeah. Meet the fuckers, whatever. Meet the, that, meet the fuckers. That franchise. Meet the little fuckers. <laughs> uh, and uh, they. Uh, I got nipples. Uh, Matthew Greg. Perry's sister was one of the girls who was going to meet her like she knew a guy for like three months and then you, you want to meet my parents they oh wait so it was like a celebrity based thing uh no that's just what was weird to... and matthew perry's parents are in it too because they're the parents they go meet and i remember looking at b-roll footage of close-ups of old pictures of matthew perry in their house, like on shelves, like families do, of like his yeah, senior yeah. photo. Right. But it was like, Matthew Perry's not participating in this at yeah. all. Your little weird <laughs> family's doing it. Uh, and I'm talking about it. But I remember I was walking along Franklin uh, and uh, Franklin Avenue, not the street. Oh my God. I hope. Listed, but I was, <laughs> it makes no difference. Not the uh, person, Franklin. You weren't, yeah, you weren't walking along Peanuts. a guy named Franklin. <laughs> yeah. I was walking up Ben Franklin's back, um, and I walked by her, and she was not with the fella uh-huh. who she brought to meet the family. I don't think any reality show relationship no, yeah, ever I, works I out. <laughs> yeah. But when I saw her, I uh, it was like, you know, when you... Um, hey, do I know you? Yeah, well, you go to college, <laughs> yeah, and you see sure. somebody in your lecture, and then you come back home during Christmas break and you're walking down the main street of your hometown and you think you see the guy you went to, you go, Oh, and it was just because, Oh, I've creepily been watching your life right. for 34 <laughs> hours. I started your didn't face. Know it. Yeah. It would have been weird for me to. So, so, but wait, this all started with my Paul Rudd question. Oh my God. Cause what I was going to say was this going to bring it all back was you probably heard this story back when we worked 
Isn't it interesting? Oh, really? This was just... Wait, you had met him? No, no, no. My initial, like, my first month in L.A. experience where I called up a restaurant and I said I'd like a table for three <laughs> for Paul Rudd. Right. Paul Russ. And they went, Paul Rudd? Right, right. And then I was like, no, Paul Russ. And then you could hear, like, them hang up. <laughs> but, uh, uh, so that that was the story that uh, I, I feel like I may, might have told. But um, Okay. But I met him uh, this year at a uh, Sundance festival. His um, wife uh, co-wrote and co-produced a movie I was in called Fun Mom Dinner. And he has a part in it. So he was at the uh, after party. Mm -hmm. And uh, we shared a laugh about the similarities of our names. (laughs) (laughs) Was the laugh you coming up to him and going, "Hey, we have a similar name"? You know, and him going, if the Get credits the fuck away from me. were in alphabetical order, <laughs> uh, right. you'd be on top, sire. <laughs> so I kiss his ass to get in, and uh, uh, no, it was a very. Um, I mean, it, it's interesting too because uh, um, he uh, has worked with Judd Apatow, and mm-hmm. I was. And M at the time, you know, I yeah, was, he produces I, love, right? Yes, yeah. So I'm working with Judd now, <laughs> and then Paul has and will continue. And uh, so it was also, it's not like meeting. Oh, there's a there's a guy in the Golden State Warriors with the name Paul Rubst, right? And meeting, you're meeting just somebody who's sort of yeah, like, yeah, yeah. A, uh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. Is he, story is he great? Colossally. He's great, right? Oh, a sweetheart from top to bottom. And that's true. The way I sounded, it made it sound like I was being sarcastic. Like, oh, a sweetheart. No, he was a very, uh, he's a cool guy. He's from Kansas. So you can just talk Midwest shit. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah. you know. Is he from, oh, no, never mind. My wife accuses me of dropping like my blue c- collar uh, status. What, you're a farmer oh, or something? Oh, that's good, though. Yeah, like, she can tell, like, she's like, oh, when you meet somebody within five minutes, you're gonna drop that you're from Iowa, and you grew up amongst farmland. Right. It's a, I, I do it less of a... I, I, I tend to do it just as a way to, like, I feel like then it... Um, you're not it, it, people. Then people come out of the woodwork, so they go, yeah. "Oh, I'm from this this town." And they yeah, go, yeah, oh, yeah. great, great, great. You're a stone's throw away from where I lived. Or, mm. or, you know, I like but. that too. We're both from small town Colorado, and uh, it's just. I think it just lets people know that you're you're not like moving up the ranks currently while you're talking to yeah, them. Yeah, you're not movie folk, <laughs> and you're, you didn't come from movie folk. Unless uh, who was there any Colorado filmmakers like people who. Lived in the state, and you knew as a no, yeah, no one we knew. I mean, no. T.J. Miller spent. I mean, he's from Denver, but uh, we never knew him there. Or and then like the that. guy Taggart from uh, Police Academy, John. Uh, oh, John no, John Aston. Was was in? Uh, he's in Beverly, Beverly Hills, Hills Cop. Cop. You know, oh, the, that dude, the, 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 old, the old Judge guy. Reinhold's, not Judge yeah, Reinhold, yeah, yeah, yeah. the other yeah. guy, who's not he a moved part into three. like our college town, and so like people talk about him there. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, it's, there's a funny story. Somebody was shooting like an independent movie in Fort Collins, which is where Colorado State is, mm-hmm. and John Aston just like showed up to the set and was like, "Why am I not in this?" 
What? Yeah. Oh my God! When this story began, I I jumped in my mind. I was like, "This is gonna be the story of they went and they asked him, hey, will you be in this?'" And he was a dick and said, "No." <laughs> no, quite he the was, opposite. He showed up like smoking a cigar. I think like that's his accoutrement that he has to have. Like he just has a cigar all the yep. time. And well, yeah. So uh, I don't know. He so seems cool. He's, well, he's also yeah. in a. I love Midnight Run. Oh, me too. Is he in Midnight Run? Yeah. That's such a, un, un, what, what am I he's trying the, to say? He's the uh, uh, the counter the guy the bo- bounty hunter that of course yeah uh, that sure. Robert De Niro yeah is like the against. bad guy yeah 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 oh, yeah man. and uh, yeah he's good I gotta oh. watch that again I usually uh, watch it uh, it's one of those uh, once a year movies. Excuse me. I mean, me. it's like one of the first classic sort of adventure comedies, right? Like, yeah. Uh, well, well, uh, well done one. Charles Grodin is like one of the best actors that, yeah, like the generation below us has no idea. It's yeah, the first yeah. time I think Robert De Niro outside of King of Comedy, which is like he's literally playing a comedian. Uh, Midnight Run was the first time he had done like a comedy, and it's still like just eight years away from Raging Bull. So people are like, Holy shit, Robert De Niro's in comedy, but he's paired with Charles Grodin, who's an equally amazing actor. Right. So it's not like we paired Robert De Niro up with uh, uh, um, John Lovitz. Chris Kattan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, um, all right. So we love you, Chris and John. <laughs> we don't mean that. We're not throwing shade. You guys are great. Um, okay. So we like to start every show with what we call the wow scale. It's the waiter uh-huh. Willie scale, uh, and uh, because the conceit of the show is basically he believes in like all of the conspiracy theory stuff, and I am more of a cynic. So I'm going to ask you a series of questions, and I'm going to grade you on the oh, wow scale. It's like the um, the Blade Runner test. Eh, this is the replicant. how timely. Uh, how timely. Yes, yeah, so that comes out tonight, right? There's going to be an owl with shiny eyes looking at me. Yeah, it I comes out this. tonight. Yeah. Are you guys going to go? I was invited to a, a night screening, but I had a funky improv show that kept <laughs> me from seeing uh, seeing uh, Blade Runner. Oh, I'm a I'm a two zero four nine. That's nice. That's good. I, I don't like, especially now. I don't like opening weekend night shows because I don't want to wait in line and I don't want... There's this weird energy that happens for some movies where, like, people are actually extra loud and they're extra rude. on Not on purpose, but they're less aware of you because they're so excited. And I love the excitement, but I'm like, ah, uh, Vista matinee is my jam. That's yeah. cool. I like yeah. that. Yeah. I don't want to... I, I, I don't like the to-do of anything. I, I don't go to, like, concerts anymore because I don't like people and crowds and stuff like that. The big to do. I don't like the big to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know we. Uh, <laughs> the big to do kept uh, my wife and I from going to see uh, Tom Petty at the Hollywood Bowl, mm. and then you find out, oh, it's Tom Petty's last concert ever. Right. It's like maybe sometimes. Yeah, you, you gotta up. make that yeah. big to do. That's funny. Yeah. We Shauna uh, said we should go to the Hollywood Bowl, and I was like, I do not want to fucking go there. Not because I love the Hollywood Bowl. It's a picnic in the park, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, You can bring a cooler filled with sandwiches and right. beers. Yeah. But she's so pregnant that I'm like, I don't want you to be around other people. Oh, right. I don't want people to running into her. Yeah. yeah and yeah. then me to have to like be like, 
you, you know that there's a baby in there and you ran into her and you shouldn't have done that. Oh, you that. mean physically running into yeah, her? Yeah, yeah. I thought you meant her friends. Oh, no, no. <laughs> oh, I don't want like you running into people. I mean, like, I'm going to turn on this weird, like, defensive guy that's like, right. you're a little too close, man. Uh, that's so funny. The, the thing you pointed out of the running into her, that distinction reminded me of in college, I or high school, I would have a joke with friends where I'd go, Oh my God, I was out on the street and I bumped into your mom today. And then uh, they go, really? And I go, yeah. And then I bumped into her again and again and again. (laughs) (laughs) I love how bad like old college jokes are, you know, like like your old self. And I love how 15 years later you will proudly and confidently repeat them. Yeah. <laughs> my, my favorite shitty old joke I used to do was, not to say, not to just say that yours no, was shitty. But it was. <laughs> Twas. Was, uh, uh, you know, like this story that I would say, we're like, oh, I ran it, I ran out of toilet, the person next to me ran out of toilet paper and they asked for some and, and they kept asking for some and it was crazy and then they started pulling on my leg just like I'm pulling yours. <laughs> Whatever, but I but I draw out the story, like make it all real about that's the stall good. next to you. That's yeah, good. I like that. That's good. But it's the lamest and thing you to be pull like on their well, leg while you're doing it. Yeah. Like, hey, no, this last ten minutes, you were pulling on my leg. <laughs> all right, let's begin. Let's begin. Three part question to begin. Three part question to begin. Is this should we put a modulation on that and some I think like self modulation? Like, <laughs> There's a knock on the door. Oh, are you self modulating in there? Oh, I would love a. I'm using uh, equipment. A conspiracy theory video where they're interviewing someone like I can modulate myself. I do not have it. <laughs> oh, like, uh, I don't believe that. But yes, let us begin. Sorry. Okay, so don't answer until I'm done. Do you believe in aliens? If so, do you believe that they've ever visited Earth? If so, do you believe that they're currently on Earth? Okay. I'm done, I'm done. Okay, you're done. Three, you're done. three part. <laughs> How do you let somebody know you're done? Uh, I, just a long pause until you start talking. <laughs> I think you slowly put your question? mic down. Can we go question by yeah, question? Yeah, do you believe in aliens? Um, and if you do, here's what everybody does. Yeah, the that, universe is so expansive yes, that like it would I be... Say. I wish yeah. there was a word where I could just go, chachem. Chapchem means, <laughs> yes, uh, the universe is ever expanding. It would be arrogant of me to think that I right. could know. So chachem. Yes. <laughs> okay, chachem on one. Have they ever been? Have they ever visited Earth? No, no. So we don't even need a third. What, what, the third is: Are they up. currently here? Yeah, right. No, yes. Oh, <laughs> that this be is a, weird. A noodle. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like that's not interesting. It just doesn't make sense. Uh, yeah, no, I don't think they. Uh, okay. Yeah. What about ghosts? Do you believe in ghosts? Oh, man, I don't believe in ghosts. I I hope this doesn't like disrupt the show. Do you? Like, oh, no, I don't no, no, know no. if your fan base is like, we got a donty on the show. Uh, take it this way. It's just like it's just like I think it's awesome for a listener to know where you are in the scale because they know where they are where they're listening. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, I'm more of a way. It's more so, yeah. It's mostly to like sort of set so that they know. When you say whatever to Willie, like, well, I don't care what this guy has to say because he's not a believer. 
Right. So basically, yeah. it's just putting you at a huge disadvantage with <laughs> most of the listeners. Uh, well, really, just um, sort of through a series of blinks and uh, gestures and sort of like third base coach like uh-huh. taps, signals? let me know how I signals how okay. I should answer them. No, okay. Don't, 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 don't. Um, but if no, I touch I my I, nose, it means just stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> I do not believe in in ghosts. You don't, so you don't have any ghost stories or any kind of creepy. You're from Iowa. I'm from Iowa, uh, and you're east or west. Not that it matters. Uh, east. Oh, we, so yeah, more of the more like of the Midwest, grave, Iowa. L o t t i e apostrophe s, uh, in the Siouxland area. You know, it's funny. I, I love just, that movie. I've never, I've, I love that movie, Zooland. <laughs> Zooland area. <laughs> Zooland area, yeah, that's what it's called. <laughs> there was a Zooland area, too. Right. People don't like good. it as much. They yeah. kept rehashing the but same stuff. you know stuff. what? They're trying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> They're trying. Is that what you say? Yeah, that's what you should pay for when people just try. <laughs> you can tell they really tried. Yeah. And isn't that worth something? <laughs> Why is everyone so mad? They tried so hard. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I guess the try argument. So should no never ghost be. stories at all. Um, Did you ever go camping and like you're in a tent and you heard some weird noises or something? No. I'm gonna start asking this question. Okay. Are you are you ever afraid in the dark? Hmm. Have you you ever get afraid? Or are you just like? I mean, I, I, uh, this will uh, answer this question. I love uh, movies so much as I imagine we all do, right? I they hate change movies. our lives. Yeah. They help us understand the world. Uh, I love particularly horror movies. But the movies that I most like, my favorites, and the ones that scare me most are the ones that are like uh, Halloween. There's a guy who could put on a mask and walk into your house and kill you. So um, that's like uh, the thing. Well, I mean, your question being, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Well, well okay. Yeah, let me, yeah, let me I'm just so say vague. This. Yeah, because do you ever do you ever watch one of these scary movies that you love? And this is when you were single or whatever, and then go home. Oh, whether I'm afraid in the dark. I'm afraid of the dark, but it's because. There's a lunatic who got loose and he's in my house. Not, yeah, yeah. I'm scared of the dark because. So, not like a, a paranormal thing, like yeah. a home intruder. Yeah, well, I I'm guess not trying I, to sound brave. I'm terrified of everything, but it's. My, my, it, yeah. my comparison is it's not that this is, this is, you, you, you have a perfect answer because what I was trying to compare was like, well, I'm afraid of the dark for paranormal reasons. You're afraid of the dark for possible realistic reasons. Right. Right. But I think that I think the paranormal reasons are just as real. Yeah, right. And I would so say I get afraid of the dark every time it's dark. Which yeah, and is I would say every night? it's equal <laughs> in that they're both like uh, for me to feel even if it's based in reality, the idea that I feel like I'm threatened by somebody who broke into my house, honest legitimately, you know, realistically it's not a threat that I have to deal with day to day. Do you well, get afraid of the dark? Wait, do you well, get Well, af- it's for uh, Wait. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. You know what? It's okay. Fortnite. Uh, I don't know. I, don't. I trust that the people listening are probably good. Uh, do you get afraid of the dark, Wade? Do you, do you I will creep myself out, but I don't get afraid of the dark. Okay. Because you know what they say. During the day, you're lit by one star. During the night, 
You're lit by a million stars. Oh, that's nice. Uh, I like that. <laughs> who's they? I read that today <laughs> on the internet. I don't know who said it. That's um, nice. I like that. I'm going to say that the next time I get scared to see if I change. Yeah, well, you know. Because I, I was scared this morning when I walked out, but for your more reasons, because I'm like, I walk down the set of stairs, it's pitch black, and I feel like there's somebody waiting behind the stairs, and like I check behind, and I'm like, oh, but I act like I'm not checking or, behind or myself night. at night. It's like, yeah. Well, it's the morning. It's like five in the morning, yeah. so it's like, it's dark. I had to so watch. Like, I pretend like I'm looking back, but like I'm not looking back on purpose. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that's yeah, just, no. isn't that just self preservation <laughs> of like living in a big city and like you never know? Yeah, yeah, I had to walk. Home you don't want last someone to get night. offended. Like, well, you looking back at me? I'm like, oh, hey, hey, I always look back. I right, mean, right. there was one time I was walking, and there was this guy walking behind me, and I could hear him, and he went, "Hey, I'm walking faster than you. I'm just gonna pass you." Right he said now. that. Nice. Yeah, because because he didn't want me to. Oh. Think so it sounds that- like a writer. Just nervous. Well, anxious. and I did the same thing. I did the same thing to some guy. I was like walking around like super late at night, and there was this guy walking in front of me. And he had a, like a stick, like a metal pole. <laughs> and I went, "Hey, man, I'm gonna pass you now. Don't hit me with that stick." And he was like, "No, it's cool. Go ahead." Yeah, it's cool. That's this, what is, I'm this is for about. danger. Face to face communication. That's <laughs> yeah. what this world needs. It's, what's we hard can though is that out. the nervous start is like, hey. hey. Yeah, yeah I mean, you. it's the hardest thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I had to walk home last night, and I saw, like, this shadow figure, like, kind mm. of, like, cross. It was a person. It had to be a person. Not, not Slender Man. He wasn't that tall. He was more of, like, a... <laughs> okay, okay. He was okay. more of an average man. You haven't heard of Portly Man? <laughs> Slender Man's brother. But I was convinced, like, Older oh. brother, it's kind of interesting. <laughs> I mean, Slenderman's going to fill out at some point, and then he's just going to be normal, man. I know. You can't maintain your skinny. <laughs> Everybody, it's the, the battle of the bulge, right? When like, we it? all get there eventually. And I feel bad for Slenderman that, like, we've put him in such a box. Yeah, I mean... My name means skinny. Yeah, he can't gain a pound. I can't have that extra piece of pizza. Everyone knows me as Slenderman. I saw him at a party, and I was like, Slenderman, you want a beer? And he was like, carbs. Carbs. And I was like, Slenderman, You know that's come like on. drinking we're a loaf of all bread, here, Paul. We're having fun. And he was holding, he was double fisting Michelob Ultras. <laughs> <laughs> so well, I should have brought vodka. I don't know why I didn't bring vodka. Um... But, uh, Wait, is Ultra still a thing? It's not, right? That's no, it gone. is. It's still a thing. And it's sponsoring the show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you're climbing some mountains and looking for a little buzz, uh, drink five <laughs> Michelob Ultras. Uh, <laughs> uh, su- superstitions. Do you have any superstitions? Oh, right. Superstitions. Um, I have stitions. I don't know how super they are. Oh, my God. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> The ratings for Love Season 3 just fucking took a nosedive. A streaming service that's made their name famous for not releasing their numbers. They're like, we will release the numbers based on this. We normally don't do this. We heard you on a podcast like three months before the show came out. And even before it got like put up and uploaded, people were just refusing to watch it. It dropped. Uh, superstition. Well, uh, I, uh, 
was raised Catholic, and I have a a, a slight tendency toward the OCD. And uh, guys, mm-hmm. ain't that just superstition, really, when you come down to it? Like, yeah. the thought of, like, if I uh, set up this thing right in my thing, good fortune will rain upon me, or, right. I, or maybe more so <laughs> well, not no, get good specific, things will happen. Though, do you have, like, like, do you have, like... Socks that you wear to like meetings or something. Oh, like that. nothing like that. Um, what was I thinking of recently? Where I was like, could this become a weird superstition? Was it because you were chewing your styrofoam cup and you had to keep chewing it over and over? That was a weird OCD <laughs> show that I watched once. <laughs> she was like drinking out of a styrofoam cup and then she would have to chew it a, a bunch, and it was like crazy. It was like weird to watch. If I don't chew this. <laughs> The cup won't be chewed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was close in that same respect, too, not to cut you off. I'm just giving you an extra chance to think, but also listen. So not really letting you think anymore. Um, I where, where I, I Give me a chance to be a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I, you know, I had lucky clothes for a while, like whenever we go pitch something or something. And it's just like, it turned into, I just want to feel good. And so it was weird. It was great to have the switch in my head because I'm like, I know this could get crazy. So it's like, yeah. Well, I, if I feel good about what I'm wearing, I don't fucking care. Yeah. It's and not about the best underwear that I have. Right. And that that <laughs> moment of asking, I or or realizing, I recognize that this could go crazy is like everything. Like where you're like, I was. I lived at um, Wilcox and Franklin, which is a pretty seedy area of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would call it like Dog Shit Alley. I knew somebody who lived there. Um, they witnessed somebody jump out of their window to commit suicide. There's a liquor store near. The tallest building there is like three stories. They did it. <laughs> did they die? Oh, yeah. Really? Um, the people who told me the story said it just made them sad. I don't know who, 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 who died. Um, but... Uh, Wait, why was I even telling uh, this story? Um, because you lived there, and something about superstitions overtaking your OCD and becoming like a a a, 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 a no, habit. But, but you were saying, oh, but you because I knew of some things that could go crazy, but I didn't let them get there, and I'm like decided to just choose the non crazy route. Oh yeah, of clothes that uh, <laughs> I was walking or- from the grocery store through my neighborhood in this crazy part of town, and I was like. I don't feel like holding the plastic bag in my hand. I kind of want to. I kind of want to take one handle, put it on my ear, take the other plastic handle of the bag, and put it on my other ear, and just sort of wear my bag as a beard, and it's holding my stuff. Uh huh. And I started walking along, and I was like, and the best part about this is, this neighborhood's so fucking crazy. Nobody is gonna stop me on the street and go like you shouldn't do that. Were you just buying like popcorn and ca- cotton yeah, candy? Yeah, or yeah, like yeah. what the fuck is that light that you snacks. could do that? Delicious snacks. <laughs> and uh, as I walked along, I was like, uh, "Oh, the fact that if I'm telling myself I could get away with this without anybody telling me, it's weird. That's the way I'm deciding how I'm gonna live my life now." Slippery yeah. slope. Yeah. Right. Slippery right. slope. So uh, I like when you were saying, like, with your superstition, like, oh, no, I'd rather be comfortable than uh, uphold this superstition. That's like, 
That's a choice that not everybody makes. <laughs> I mean, I got called out during the Broncos Super Bowl by Willie and his wife Shauna because I had uh, uh, four-leaf clover socks on because we're Broncos fans and I wanted them to win. Mm-hmm. But the reason I even have those socks is because I was a part of a sock club, and they sent me for St. Patrick's Day like these green four-leaf clover oh. socks, and I'm like, well, when else am I going to wear these? <laughs> yeah. If not today. Tuesday's right. pretty good for luck. <laughs> it just seems weird. <laughs> if anyone just checks your socks and it's like this innocuous like whatever day, and they're like, why do you have good luck socks on right now? Like, I don't yeah, know, So man. you're going to use it on St. Patty's Day. But we day. did win that St. Patty's Day, and we did win the Super Bowl, so... <laughs> but then I started wearing them to pitch meetings, and then they were like, we oh. hate your idea, so I don't think they're lucky at all. Yeah, you seem pretty thirsty with your uh, <laughs> your good luck charm socks. I have a quarter that's in my wallet that I've kept for like 18 years wow. or something. But I don't, I just, it's like a habit thing. You now. know why I don't uh, follow, believe in, I guess... Luck in 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 that realm is because I feel like it makes you lazy because you're like you expect it because you know okay luck of the draw and being lucky are actually two completely different things where it's like you feel like you deserve to be lucky and so I feel like it makes you act less because it's like well I've done good things good things are going to happen to me mm-hmm. uh yeah, yeah I, I don't I guess. You could also just say that it's like a power of positive thinking sort of like reminder. Like what are those things called in in uh in the Christopher Nolan movie? Those uh tokens. Tokens? Yeah. yeah. No. It's yeah, like called I, tokens. I think they're called tokens. I think they are. No. Totems. Totems. <laughs> One letter off. Pat. I'm not gullible. <laughs> I'm just I just was it was so close. It's I'm not gullible. Um, oh, actually that's a question we ask. Are you gullible? Who answers yes? <laughs> <laughs> well, gullible means um, very smart. Are you gullible? Uh, <laughs> that's funny because I was just, uh, I, I love Norm MacDonald. He's the funniest oh, yeah. human being on yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. face of the planet for the last 60 years. Mm-hmm. And he looked up the definition for mediocrity because he was like, I heard it all the time this comic's mediocre, this comic's mediocre, and he looked it up, and he said, mediocre is when you have the ability to be great and you choose not to, or you you behave in a way that's not greatness. It's not just somebody who, like, sucks. Right. So, guys, we got to rethink how we use mediocre. Yeah, no, that is actually really I, uh, Actually, crazy. it's a very helpful word when For you sure. want to, like, distinguish, like, Oh, this filmmaker it's or so creator who who I revere their work. But then you have to then you have to also val- uh, just so uh, you know yeah, the definition, right? You have to go. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Paul, how was uh, Ghostbusters the 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 uh, the reboot? How was that? What, what do you want me to say? Was it mediocre? Oh, was it mediocre? Yeah. And and when I say was it mediocre, I mean like did they have the capacity to make oh, it great? Oh, I see what you're saying. I got dropped right into a scene there, and I got my heart started racing. But don't you? <laughs> because I was like, are we playing characters right Didn't now? Didn't you UCB? I thought you were a UCBer. I UC 
Let me check. Bead, yes. Yo. That's the letter B. <laughs> I uh, think you failed again on UCB <laughs> that. But you were saying if, if is that because a, then a you have to distinguish. You you have to, to, oh, I'll call it mediocre. But then also, did you know that mediocre means that it could be better, but it wasn't? That they chose not to be? <laughs> so I guess what I'm saying is like, fuck Norm MacDonald. Yep. And fuck that definition. Let's just say fuck to all the people who are respected. Norm Macdonald. Well, have you watched Orville? Orville? No. Said the Seth MacFarlane joint? Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. I yeah. want to. I haven't seen I've it yet. I've seen it. And? It's It's not... It's not it's mediocre? It's not mediocre. <laughs> okay. His assistant... But he's a voice. will he's be a... listening to this three years from now when they're doing a background check of, should we hire this uh... Wade guy as a writer? <laughs> Well, in this podcast... If that show lasts three years and I don't get staffed on it because of this podcast, then that's deserving. <laughs> but Norm uh, MacDonald, the reason I brought it up because Norm MacDonald has a voice on it. Oh, really? Yeah, he plays like an alien. Oh, I'll watch that purely for the um, Yeah, me too. Well, yeah. don't get your hopes up. I mean, he's like a very, very, very... It's like just a runner. He's not even like in it, really. Oh. Have you guys... Well... Here's the thing. If you're going to watch Orville, I would hope that you'd watch the weirdest sci-fi shows out there. Like, have you seen the Canadian show The Lex? The Lex? No. Or, no. or Red Dwarf? Or... Wait, it's I've not seen about Red my Dwarf, niece Alexis, who I sometimes called Lex. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh-huh. She's all over Canadian oh, television. No. <laughs> <laughs> She's a sci-fi freak! <laughs> What's The Lex about? Uh... It's. I mean, it's kind of like a, a red dwarf adventure where there's just there's these random people that get put together on the spaceship. The spaceship's alive, and then they kind of they kind of have to save the universe, but they don't. I don't know. It's just like yeah. a ragtag yeah, cool. group of. I don't know. I. Uh, well, what's your point? You out. want people to do their oh, homework oh, before no, no, no. they watch? I, I definitely don't want anybody to do their homework. I'm just like, like to me, it just seems like you're uh, saying Galaxy... don't watch Orville. I'm saying Orville watch. is just Galaxy Quest, right? I haven't seen it yet, but it's just Galaxy Quest. I well, instead of instead of I having heard, a sci-fi the background, the story I heard is that Seth MacFarlane is a huge Star Trek fan, and he's always wanted to like reboot Star Trek, and they were like, "Fuck you." And so now they gave him this comedy sci-fi, and he's basically just turning it into his version of Star Trek. Okay, that's And so fine. it's not that funny. It's like, they like, they'll do gags, but it's like mostly just like Star Trek. Do you feel like they hit uh, heart topics at all, or just purely comedy? I mean, there's only been like four episodes right now, and like... Fourville. There's only been fourvilles. <laughs> and... Uh, the first one was, I was like, oh, all right, this I don't hate this. And the second one was like, do I hate this? And then the third one was, I definitely hate this. And then the fourth <laughs> one, then the Fourville was like, I don't know, I guess I could get... The fourth one was like watching an episode of Sliders. Hmm. And Sliders is my favorite show of all time. <laughs> so that's the highest praise you can bestow. <laughs> it was like... You know sliders. You know how like you put it on. And you're like, this is a network show, but then it looks like it's like some weird deep cable show. Right. Yeah. Right. It was like that. I was like, this is on Fox, which is kind in of the this version day and age. of the food sliders, which is like it's kind of a burger. <laughs> it looks a little cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah, feels like you're eating just, a burger when you're eating yeah, it. Yeah, it's not technically a burger. I guess this it's, is on network TV. <laughs> it's just with 
Sliders are just the burger without the budget. <laughs> <laughs> the budget. What about um? <laughs> that, I don't think that's even a joke. That doesn't even work as a pun. When two words sound alike, that's a joke. That's a top tier joke. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. What else? Bigfoot. What, what about? Uh, yeah. Do you believe in Bigfoot? Um. Yes. I could have. Uh, no. What about uh, what about uh, the JFK assassination? Do you feel like there was a conspiracy? <laughs> I yesterday bought a graphic novel of the Warren Commission because uh, I'm quite a uh, I, I like the JFK stuff, and I've read a lot. I've read a lot. <laughs> I you know, that's when somebody You're wants well to prove read? that they're that they're that they know what they're talking about. That goes uh, you know like when Tom Cruise was talking to Matt Lauer about. Psychiatry versus Scientology. Ooh, I got a big. I guess I really hate Scientology in this episode. Guys. Yeah, you're sort of turning into like, Scientology enemy number one. I read the I read the history. Okay, people aren't doing the history, but um, uh, with the the Kennedy assassination, after reading all of it, I sadly like. And this is, it's interesting you ask this because this was just like in the last six months. I came to the conclusion like he probably acted alone. Whoa! Yeah. Well, wow. you might have. And believe me, guys, and, 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 I'm somebody who's, I'm not a skeptic. I'm very open to like wanting to hey, hear different things. Hey, we'll, we'll be the judge of that. <laughs> okay. So. Yes, I completely believe that Paul was dead, and they've covered it up for years. Well, don't try to steer the ship, first of all. <laughs> um, hey, I waited until you introduced me. I didn't do that wrong podcast move of I talked before you even introduced me. Well, we didn't. We don't do a long introduction just because we don't want you to embarrass yourself. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I think. Is there anything else that we usually ask that we? Not really. Oh, oh. Well, here's 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 a very good because you're not a skeptic. You've just said that you're not a skeptic. But I will say, for a very very long time, up until six months ago, I was like, of course, it had to be more than one person, right? And then you read everything. In your words, you read but everything. But did you read? Did you read the new? Because there's new information released recently oh, from man. the new. Yes. Did you look into that? I haven't looked into it yet. I read like patches of like when somebody was like, "These were the interesting parts of this." Oh, so you didn't read everything? <laughs> when, I, when I said everything, I think I meant like up to eight percent. You read whatever your friend Patches told you to read. Patches. <laughs> Hey, I'll stand here and listen to you talk shit about anybody but Patches. <laughs> he just he has a very good way of just giving you the, the 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 pieces of the article that agree with his viewpoint. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> um Okay, but this goes back to you said you're not a skeptic. Right, yes. So who's your best friend? Uh, in the wow. world, and this is this shifted from just general. <laughs> this is very. To, and this is this is gonna stay too, and people are gonna hear this. So, and you can't say your wife. I mean, like your best bro. Um, you heard him say, "I can't say wife," right? <laughs> uh, I would say probably uh, uh, Neil. 
Kneeler dude. Everybody's like, what Neil? Kneeler dude? Could it be Neil Brennan? Nope. Neil Campbell. Neil Campbell, your old uh, your old sketch and partner. Old and to this day and forever uh, sketch writing improv partner. Okay. So let's say that Neil, I don't know him. I probably met him. He was my best man. What's that? But uh, oh, God. Uh, three letters away from best friend. <laughs> <laughs> if he came to you and he was just, and he said, Paul. Aliens just just took me oh, onto their ship. I see where you're going with this. And did all that alien stuff and then dropped me off. I don't know what to do. I'm freaking out. You're my best friend. Like, do you believe him? Or do you need to then poke his brain to see what facts he's not telling you? Maybe was there drugs involved? Like, like right. do you believe him or do you ask questions and try to get more information? It's interesting because a, a, a best friend... In this case, it does, but a best friend doesn't always mean smart. But I would also say <laughs> Neil is somebody who I consider very bright. Well, let me just say and that, so. If he told me that, let me I just would say take that his, you believe word. him. You believe that he thinks that, but yeah. do you believe that it happened? I honestly, if I if uh, someone like Neil told me that they had an alien experience, it would make me. Uh, think is, is it possible? Did it really? Okay. Happen? Here's a very uh, question. Here's a question. Shit, <laughs> Wade. If oh. I called you up and mm-hmm. said that I was abducted, mm-hmm. would you believe me? Fuck no, Willie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's weird because like we've been talking about this stuff for so long that if at this point you called me up and said that you were abducted, I would probably entertain it. But I I, I don't know. I mean, there's no way I'm going to get abducted. Uh, I'm never bummer. alone. What a bummer, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I Serious. My idea of what aliens now are different from when we started the show. Yes. Which is weird. But it's like, you know what? I don't think uh, birds are trying to contact... The fish that they're eating. Okay. I don't think that we're trying Are you talking to... about the two bands? Because <laughs> I don't think I don't an think old the 60s birds, band I, would want to like, the... eat a jam band that grew to prominence in the 90s. I mean, maybe out of some envy, but... Oh, I do like both bands. Yeah, they are good. <laughs> <laughs> they're good music you could just turn on to... Smoke a but jay. you kind of have to turn... You have to turn one of them down at the stoplight. Which one is it? What, who, the birds are... Uh, like, if you pull up to a stoplight and your windows are down, you're jamming it, do you turn one of them down, or do you leave them both up? Oh. There's a real cute chick in the car next door. Oh, or a cute guy. Or I, Steven Spielberg. Oh, what if it's Steven Spielberg? <laughs> I Donkey Lifts from Salute Your Shorts uh-huh. tells this story that he saw Steven Spielberg pulling out of the universe a lot, and at a red light, he went... He rolled down his window and was like, someday you're going to cast me in a movie. Oh, God. Said that to Steven Spielberg. Uh Uh-huh. And then he got cast in, what's the best uh, movie that Steven Spielberg? Stand by me? No, when he was executive at DreamWorks, he cast him in Dude, Where's My Car? As an alien. And he said Steven Spielberg came up to him and was like, was I right? 
And no like, way. And I'm like, I no. don't think that's No true. way. That's not true. You, you, that's a good the thing you guys see. You know, that was like, the first celebrity I ever met out here. Really? Dude, we, that's, our first, yeah. that's one of our first Hollywood stories. <laughs> Donkey lips? We went yeah. to Dimples. And we did, our old bit used to be we would do uh, the Grease song, Summer Lovin'. Yeah. And uh, he was, Donkey Lips was there, and he, like, came up to us after and was like, hey, guys, what's up? I'm, I'm or no, I'm you, Donkey Lips. you shouted out, salute your shorts. After he sang a song. Like, salute your shorts. And then he came up to us and gave us his business card. And was yeah. Like, you know, now he's really skinny and weird looking, and he does, like, a web series. About what? Just him trying to be an actor. Giving dentistry to donkeys. Oh, my God, dude. Oh, my God. Donkey lips with donkey record scratch teeth? Do you think Do you think that dentists work on lips? <laughs> Some dentists have been known. <laughs> the teeth affect the lips. That's awesome, though, because I've heard the tales. I've never heard donkey lips is there. We've all heard that Mr. Belding goes to Dimple's. Oh, I saw him in Vegas, like stoned out of his mind. The, was that the year? Of, no, I saw from him the there 30 too. Thirty-second floor. Yeah, we were we were there together. I thought it was. I thought it was saw him on New Year's. Oh no. my god! Did you just do a Vegas shooting joke? <laughs> That's no, where he, you no, saw he was, Mr. Belding. No, right? he was on the fourth floor. <laughs> they think it's this other guy, but what they're not looking into is during the shooting there was somebody screaming out, "Hey, what is going on out here?" <laughs> Get back to Morris. Get back to class. Get back to class, Morris. Ring. Ah, Morris, you're off again. Well, I was saved. I love that I was was trying so hard to avoid that topic today, and this is how it comes up. (laughs) Let's let's quickly hop onto I-80 and just drive out of Las Vegas right now, guys. Um. Okay, I'm giving you a. You're like a one, dude. A one what? On the wow scale, you're a one. Ooh. You're like just a step above Number me because you one. said you would believe <laughs> Neil. First place. <laughs> That's what one means, right? <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about... Uh, we're revisiting the topic. Paul McCartney is dead. What? You heard it here first. Oh my God. First Tom Petty, call my now Paul McCartney. <laughs> but the but old a long time ago, though. Oh my God! It's, you just always ruin the. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Welcome back to Real Life Sci-Fi. We're talking to our good friend Paul Rust about another Paul, Paul Mc, the maybe the best Paul. Hmm. Uh, is there a better Paul than Paul McCartney? Bunyan? I mean, according to me, this is, this is the dirtiest Legendarily Paul. good. If, if how you figure things out are who would win in a fight, which is how I think all th- <laughs> people should be judged. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think Paul Bunyan would meet little Paul. In terms of Wades, I would lose every fight. Of other Wades? Wade Boggs would kick my ass. Ooh, yeah. There's a there's oh, a man. there's a Wade actor who's like this big burly mm-hmm. guy. He was on prison break. Like he would kick my ass. There's no um But you could win still win a battle of something else, like throwing uh you know, uh, skipping a rock on a pond. 
I mean, maybe, but I mean, like this big Wade strong Boggs guy just was, can't get the flick right. Wade Bugs was a <laughs> Wade Bugs was a baseball player, so I don't think I could. Hey, Wade Boggs, write a fucking joke. Let's see uh, who yeah, wins that. I can win on joke writing, maybe. <laughs> right, right? Maybe. Can you imagine if Wade, Wade Boggs were like, "Here's an hour to write jokes," and then you got his pages back, and they were like. My daughter mouthed off to me. You're like, what, Wade? What's the punchline for that? Exactly. Oh, that's what I would be saying to Wade. Uh, I wish you would have riffed a punchline. <laughs> no, 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 no. That. I was and I was that. like, get your mouth back on your face. Why is it floating in the air? What if his punchlines <laughs> only rhymed with his last name? <laughs> that. I think that should be a test for every person. <laughs> my, da- my daughter mouthed off to me earlier today, and I was like, get your mouth off of those pogs. I'm Wade Bugs." <laughs> or, yeah, somebody was like, uh, come on, we got to get the, the, the arc off those cones. We, before those raiders get that lost arc, we got to get them off those cones. <laughs> Wait, what? I thought it had to rhyme with Boggs. No, but if that was true of every fictional character. Indiana Jones. Oh. Hey, before oh. I defeat <laughs> before I defeat Darth Vader, I think I might need a pie talker to help me choose my best pie. <laughs> I'm hey hey is that uh oh shit is that Alan Rickman over there? He's gonna get maimed because I'm John McClane. <laughs> oh, John McMaimed. <laughs> <laughs> I should have said Mick. Fuck. Uh, well, that's why we workshop jokes. Yeah, this is just a process. This wondering. is just an insight into uh, this will never writer's make room. <laughs> um, All right, Paul McCartney is dead. Yeah, and his so, name is mine. Yes. Are you familiar with with this theory? Yeah, I was trying to remember maybe the first time I heard it. I think I was probably uh, ten or eleven. My parents weren't particularly like Beatles fans. I didn't grow up with Beatles records playing all the time. But I think you hear enough. Uh, it's almost sort of like the Elvis. Elvis didn't die. Elvis is still around. Look alike. Sort of that. That's how yeah. I experienced it. Okay. I mean, I feel what weird. What was your experience? Well, my 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 dad listened to. Uh, it was cool because my dad listened to like Beatles and Led Zeppelin, and 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 he That's had Wings awesome. and all kinds of records, you know, and he'd play them all the time. And then my mom had like, you know, Michael Jackson and and Whitney Houston. And, like, you lucked out, bro. I know, I really did. Yeah. But uh, uh, so I grew up with the Beatles, and I the first time I ever heard it. I I, I ha- actually have no recollection of when I first heard it, and it, it must have been after high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe somebody brought it up, and when they brought it up, they it, it was like a pass off, like oh well, you know they started this thing where they thought he was dead, but he wasn't. Mm-hmm. And so so for most of my life, it's always been like it doesn't matter who tr- whether they were joking or the people that made it up were joking. I, I, it was fake. I, I grew up with it being fake my whole life. Yeah. Yeah. And it, right. Well, so hang on. I mean, like, does the whole 
record in reverse Paul is dead thing like come into this at all? Well, I mean, I mean, here's because the thing. I think that like if you play some shit in reverse, like you can make up anything that you would hear. You yeah, know what but I mean? the it's difference like seeing, is this: like, things in the cloud. The difference is this: is that they were specifically using uh, playing things backwards in their music. So and and so everybody knew that he was. This is mostly Lennon that he was experimenting with playing music backwards mm-hmm. and in some of their tracks some of the tracks had things playing backwards in them and so you uh-huh. would only it would only lead you to rightfully then play it backwards to see what that sounded like right and so when you did that that's when you found the messages not from people accidentally playing records right. backwards right so he preempted people to do that mm-hmm. oh, oh he sort of like let people know like hey maybe the clues yeah. are in this so yeah. so here's the thing here's here's how i think i should handle this let me give you the the brief uh i'll give you the brief summary of what people think in the Paula's dead conspiracy mm-hmm. and then i'm going to give you my version sure because okay. because mine is different and and you know I'm I'm not just claiming this as mine. This is what I've looked up. I found the, these. This is what I believe from this because I believe that there's truth in it somewhere. But in all conspiracies, the weirdest thing ever is when you start to listen to anybody and they start to give you a reason or they give you specific things that they aren't in control of. And so, like, yes, within the you know when Sergeant Pepper's came out, there was a lot of weird shit in it and mm-hmm. and I, i'll get into some of it but yeah but basically there was this this disc jockey and i don't know what fucking year it was i think it was like 68 it was later okay where he was like where he had the idea that paul died and 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 was putting clues together based on the album cover artwork the lyrics within songs and then the backwards lyrics within the songs also and so it's weird when you talk to anybody about this because Whatever they believe mm-hmm. is something that's that they learned about, and it wasn't they didn't learn about it. I'm not saying you learned about it the wrong way. It's just you just pick up pieces. Mm-hmm. And so when someone says Paul is dead, there's like I would get you know there's probably 20 different versions within the one version, right? Of yeah. who he was and what he was. But but the weird things that are out there are um, as far as album cover artwork. You and know, I'm sure for like Kevin Arnold of the Wonders years when he heard Paul is dead his mind's blown because like I just lost my best buddy I just saw him and then he come to found out he wasn't dead he was actually Marilyn Manson and he can suck his own dick because he took out a rib <laughs> this is how I find out what happened to my friend Paul <laughs> I was just playing stickball with him <laughs> um, I was just playing stickball with him and he went off and became a <laughs> he did nothing right Oh, the, not, not, the to, actor? not to belittle him because I thought he was great. But I mean, he's he no anything? Fred Savage, if that's what you mean. Right. I mean, he wasn't. Any, he wasn't a Marilyn Manson. He was not a Marilyn Manson. Um. So, so there, there is a lot of validity here. To here's the thing: the artwork that came from the Beatles albums. It, uh, I, I say artwork, but like you know, yeah. a photo is a piece of art because yeah. they are in control of it. They made choices. And so, you know, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, that album, there's a lot of weird things about it. Um, some people say that this looks like a funeral. Yeah. And uh, like this, uh, there's a little, there's a yellow base possibly of this is Paul's grave and that there's a, he plays a left-handed bass right there. And then uh, 
all these people in 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 the images behind them are are people at the funeral, but uh, are people that are also dead for the most part. They, they say that 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 the main image of Paul on this this is a cardboard cutout, and everybody else is real huh. on this. Um, supposedly, he died in a car accident in 1966, and basically. Uh, this was at the height of Beatlemania, and they were like, well, let's not shock everybody right now. Let's just replace him with somebody that – because they – the thing is, Beatlemania was so big that they hired doubles to show up to their concerts to distract everyone while they snuck in the back to get ready for this concert. This is, this is fact. Oh. Had, they have doubles. They hired doubles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So somebody goes, hey, I just saw uh, Paul putting a quarter in the jukebox. And then they go down there, and it was like, yeah, he had a brown wig on, but it was a 12-year-old girl. <laughs> I've been hoodwinked. Where are they now? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um, but, but, but with these doubles, they would also then leave. It wouldn't be like they'd hang out and get discovered. What- as being fake. That's yeah. what you think the doubles would do. <laughs> know, they would they would go play songs on the jukebox. <laughs> yeah, I guess they probably I heard would Paul's try to just keep playing a low the profile. jukebox. What are his choices? <laughs> uh, you're the same thing about Elvis that he had a twin brother who died early, and people were like, "Did he really die? And was he used during times when Elvis didn't feel like doing a show, and they would push him?" I over? never heard the twin yeah, brother thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. look into that. Um, but the, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, the coolest thing about, like, I remember the first time I went over to somebody's house and they had the Sergeant Pepper's records and I had heard a record, <laughs> what a extravagant family. They own multiple copies of Sergeant Pepper records, <laughs> but, and looking through it and already knowing the lore of like their secrets within the album. Yeah. And if you, you can pick up clues and stuff, which, um, it reminds me of um, some people didn't like that uh, Shining documentary. Uh, yeah, Room. Yeah, there were a lot of weird things at Room Two Thirty Seven yeah. because it's two hundred thirty-seven thousand miles to the moon, right? And, and yes, there was this weird, also the Native American conspiracy within that. It was just like people throwing stuff out about their ideas, but also treating it as fact. Yeah, and they, they got some facts wrong too, right? You know, because the the hotel that Stephen King wrote the book in, the ghosts are based on the ghosts from that hotel, the Stanley Hotel in, in Estes Park, but they shot it at the Overlook. and So they got their hotel Oh, numbers anyway. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, like, when I watched that, I know some people were sort of frustrated because they're like, it could just be somebody who's making up whatever shit they see. But, like... Even if I'm watching it and identify it, I can either eat, be a pleased that like there's fans enough who care enough to like know that the Sgt. Pepper's album looks like a funeral and they want to talk about it, or like um, I was watching a Shining thing over the week and somebody was like, "There's a they had a a thought that like the the boy in it had been sexually abused by Jack Nicholson's character. And so they were finding clues for it. And they're like, there's a painting in the background of two new children. And whether that's true or not, I've watched The Shining a lot, and I've never noticed that painting. Mm-hmm. So just like that yeah. alone makes me appreciative for any conspiracy theorist who goes like, have you no- ever noticed on the... Abbey Road cover, there's a license plate that says, you know, whatever. 20, like, it says 28 if, and that uh, if Paul was alive, he would be 28 if, you know. 
I mean, that's awesome and, that and somebody's looking at an album and but, getting excited but, but about it. But the thing is, is yeah. that this stuff is on purpose, though. And what, this is like Abbey Road. This album cover. This is not an accident. This is a funeral procession. This is you got your holy man, John Lennon in front, dressed in white. Uh, or, or the godlike figure. You have um, the the holy. Oh, so wait, we've moved on to Abbey Road. Yeah. The, Sorry, the, guys, I jumped from. <sighs> you've got Ringo Starr dressed up like the preacher. Uh, you've got Paul McCartney dressed up in bare feet because they they bury the, the symbolism is they bury you with with bare feet. You know, they're gonna put shoes oh, on really? you because you know even an open casket you don't see their feet. So that was that symbol symbolism. He's out of step with everybody, and then George Harrison is dressed up in jeans. He's the he's the guy that to 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 bury him and throw the dirt on him. You know, the caretaker. The oh, so it takes three people to sort of. It takes the priest, the undertaker, and the guy to dig the grave. Yeah, and I forget. I like this. I think this is the priest. I forget what the, the whatever, whatever. Yeah. But at any rate, there are things that are on purpose because of like the license plate and this this you know. Um, and then, and then you look at the Wings or Paul McCartney album. Uh, he did an album that that was also pictured on Abbey Road. I don't have that up here, but his says uh, fifty one so or something like that. Like he's he's playing off of all of these things. Uh, also, he knows what they're talking yeah, about. Yeah, he's so a so. Goof. But the thing is, is that they whether whether it's fake or not, they they are definitely leading you. And so so. Um, Can I just interject here? Yeah, because I read this thing the other day about the cover of Abbey Road and like the Beatles wanted to like be in the Alps or something like that for the cover of this album, hmm. and then people were like, "Okay, let's fly to the Alps," and then the Beatles were like, "Oh, I don't want to fly to the Alps," so they just like went outside of the recording studio and shot a picture. Yeah, and then hmm. if you listen to Paul McCartney's uh, excuse, this is the weirdest thing. Or, I mean, it's not—it's weird to me. Well, it is weird. I don't. I don't need to make it. Anyways, he's getting interviewed and, about this, and and he says, uh, "Oh, it was it was really hot outside, and I was wearing sandals, and, and the ground was really hot, so I just took my sandals off." Like what? It was really hot outside, so you took your sandals off. Like saying he yeah, was basically that saying that sense. the ground was super hot. I don't know. Uh. Whatever. It's just stupid because it just sounds like uh, that doesn't. It just doesn't make sense. Whatever. Yeah. At any rate. So here's the thing. There's album cover things. There's backwards lyrics. There's there's forward lyrics. Um, yeah. Uh, if if this was on purpose and this was them, great idea to get record sales because there have been a lot of times where people thought people were dead and their record sales actually went up. Like Bob Dylan had a, oh, he's dead. His record sales went up. Oh, he's not dead. Whatever. That's yeah. happened before. So. I think during peak Paul is dead time uh, was when the records uh, like um, Magic, uh, the Magical Mystery, Magical Tour, Mystery Tour came back on the charts after it, it had disappeared. So something happens. It's funny, like when somebody that always happens when somebody dies, people go out and buy their records. And I get it because you're sort of like it happened with Tom Petty. I'm like, oh, I'm hungry to listen to a Tom Petty song or I'll even David Spotify Bowie and who pay knows that he was dying. <laughs> yes. And then creates an album. That's crazy. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, that's true, um, but yeah, it's a. Uh... But uh, so okay, so I mean, I'm not going to go into the specifics because this has been done over and over. You can find it, you know that you know. Oh, uh, turn me on, dead man. Whatever, whatever, whatever. But yeah. uh, uh, so so here here's a here's a few weird things, and then I'll lead into the theory that I think is correct. Mm. Um, there was a so on this. 
Sergeant Pepper's album cover. There's a guy on that's pictured on here, and his name is Stephen Crane. And uh, uh, Fraser's youngest brother, oldest brother. Is it Fraser Crane? Damn it! Yeah, that would be awesome. Am I wrong about his name? Even no, is no, it no, Crane? no. That would just be awesome. If it was like. Frazier, Niles, and Steven. <laughs> I had no idea. There were three Crane brothers. And Steven did not go into the medical field. Oh, so <laughs> no. this this guy, this okay, so here's the weird thing. Is let, let's just say let's just say that somebody let's just say that Paul McCartney did die. Okay. And mm-hmm. and is this where we do that airplane joke? Paul McCartney did die. When you say let's say, uh, let's together. try it again. Let's take it from the top. Let's just say Paul McCartney did die. Paul, Paul McCartney, McCartney did, did die. die. Pause for laughs. <laughs> Don't call me Shirley. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, um, could it be possible that at the height of Beatlemania, some people stepped in and said, "Hey, let's just." Let's just replace him for a second till we figure out how to tell the world that he died. This is making us money. This is a lucrative business. Just because this guy died, we got three other talented. It's like, what's people. important? The music, whatever. You know, a producer is definitely going to agree with that. Yeah. Um, so uh, this is what happened in 1966. They announced that they weren't going to tour anymore. This is at the height of their fucking shit. Mm-hmm. They announced that they weren't going to tour. One reason oh, being, interesting. Yes. one yeah. reason being is that they wanted to make albums that were so complicated that you couldn't play them live. Mm-hmm. Then they came up with Sgt. Pepper. So uh, that's a valid argument, no, sure. Um, but maybe they don't want their little lookalike out on stage with his wig and mustache falling off in front of so everybody. The, the main the lazy, theory. They, they cast the laziest. <laughs> this guy kind of looks like him. Maybe if we gave him a wig and a mustache, then like no one would even... Yeah, it would be he, great. He did grow a mustache at this time. So so here, the main theory suggests that... Because this, this is fact. There was an American bandstand, Paul McCartney lookalike competition that somebody won. Hmm. Or, I mean... They didn't announce who the winner was. Interesting. Uh-huh. And and supposedly that was William Shears uh-huh. and and th- that he replaced him. And so um um sure, people are the questions are was he as good a musician? How how could he replace him? Uh sure, plastic surgery, dental work, you mm-hmm. know. Um they if you're going to replace anybody back then, it's mostly dental work because that's how you identified everyone. Hmm. Hitler was identified by his dentist that his that those were his teeth. Yeah, that's um, a even though a weird outmoded. Yeah, oh, maybe so not it's, outmoded. Yeah, they I'm not going to say it's easy to change someone's teeth, but that's how you recognize someone. Right. Um, I only say that because I watched this video this week. Also, it was like, look, Paul McCartney's teeth didn't change, whether his earlobes did or not. Because like, if you look at if you go down this rabbit hole. His face structure has changed. His earlobes even changed. Mm. His height changed. The girl he was dating, uh, they broke up, and she said that he was a different person. And so, so here's the thing: on the Sergeant Pepper's uh, album, there's one guy pictured in there that is an author, and and one of the books that he wrote was called the uh, the Open Boat, and the story was four people go off uh, out into the ocean. Uh, one of them dies, and then they pretend like he didn't die. Ooh. And so, so that 
Sound familiar? That is, uh, uh, yeah, on purpose. Yeah, and and this was before anybody knew about anything. And so, so let, let me tell you what yeah. I what I think is happening That's with awesome. this theory because, yeah. uh, okay, so whether he died or not, because there's actually someone out there now that looks like he could be the original Paul McCartney that is now the yeah, caretaker what's Billy of his. Up to right now, well, yeah. Uh, uh, so the Beatles in in Liverpool in nineteen whatever sixty. What year is this? Well, whatever. They... Oh, oh here, you want me to open that real quick? Oh, man. I interrupted your flow. No, don't, no, no, no. Don't. Sorry, sorry, sorry. The Beatles... Okay, so the Beatles used to open up for this group called Billy Pepper and the Pepper Pots. And uh, here, here's one of their songs... It's I mean, called She Loves You. First of all, that's a super lazy name. The Pepper Pots? Yeah, but this is back when... Why wouldn't you be the Salt and Peppers? That's good. Or Because what's a Pepper Pot? That's a thing. Is there a, yeah, what a is A Pepper it? Pot is a thing? Uh, I'll, I'll, let me, I have to open up a new window, but it is, it, it's got to be a you thing. You know, sign me up when there's pepper a pot? Berry Pepper, the Pepper Pots. I want to see that actor from... Uh, that... Uh, my third Scientology reference of the show, uh, Battleship Pepper Earth. Shaker. Pepper Shaker is Berry a pepper, pepper pot. Oh. Wait, you shouldn't who's Barry Pepper? Ne- you shouldn't. Barry Pepper was, um, he's in uh, uh, Battlefield Earth. I haven't seen that yet. As much as I want to see it, I haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> that's about it. Um, I don't know. Berry Pepper. <laughs> okay, so check it out. The Beatles His used the doctor, I assume. They used to open for this group called Billy Pepper and the Pepper Pots. And here's one of their songs. Sorry, my mic sucks. I, I actually realized that I forgot my, uh, my. But they sang "She Loves You." Whatever, whatever. Sounds uh, familiar. This guy, this guy looked like Paul McCartney. If you uh, if you look him up, there are pictures of him. He looks just like Paul McCartney, like really fucking close. Uh huh. So much so that they hired him to be one of the lookalikes that shows up at concerts, and then he was also in charge of their their fan club. And then in 1966, he disappeared. Ah, because he got sucked up. So here's a guy who was a musician that they used to open for. So he is a musician. Um, he ran their fan club. He was a double. Well, but why, if you're a musician, and you, I always thought that song was the Beatles. They, the, back in the day, there were there were songs that everybody could sing, like standards. Yeah, yeah. This is one of the standards. Um, if you are a talented musician, let's say, let's say you're a super talented musician, and then some band comes and they're like, "We want you to be a a, a, a ringer, uh, not a ringer, a dead ringer, <laughs> a, a dead ringer." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we want you to be a lookalike. We want you to run the fan club. Wouldn't you be like, "No, fuck you"? Well, man. I mean, here's the thing, though. He's already friends with them because they've been opening for him. But you know what? Uh, here's a band that used to let's say let's say you used to open for me, 
and then you got bigger than me and I'm not going anywhere and nobody's fucking listening to Billy Pepper and the Pepper Pots. Right. And you're fucking so huge that... Th- this is a weird quote from the police was that the band they uh, yeah <laughs> this is why we they like were the children, Beatles children's yeah. what a weird quote uh, th- I, I was reading this thing where, where or watching this thing where they the police talked about the rivers of pee that would happen at Beatles concerts because not only would I mean like women would lose control of themselves and pee and and you don't loosely say oh there were rivers of pee if there was like a stream that like you're wow. at a concert and there are rivers of pee because girls are losing their shit you've seen the videos of them actually losing their shit mentally yeah they're actually all a lot of them are peeing they lose control wow. of themselves <laughs> that's so much so that the police talk about the rivers of pee okay that's I I that's unfathomable unfathomable you know what I'm trying to say well By, but I can explain it. It's because they're waiting, they're waiting there, and they're going like, "Where are the fucking Beatles? Why aren't they? When, when am I going to see them? I got to listen to the I Pepper fucking, Pots. I don't want to listen to the Pepper Pots. I need a a pea pot right now for because I've been holding my pee for so, so they're all long. pretending like they're going crazy. Also, so that like they can this pee. is the sixties, <laughs> right? Ruse. So they're all wearing skirts. It's like we don't have to go to the bathroom we can just pee right here and then we won't lose our that's spot. why you wear high heels so that the, it, it gives a trail for the pee to go down yes. without going down your foot finally yes we finally cracked why this women is why wear high, heels. high heels that's Holy what beetle mania, mania was about uh man that is awesome to think about where a crowd is so Happy to see you. They're just oh my peeing gosh. their pants. Isn't that also the scariest thing ever? It's like, what? Because then right. it's like, everything I do matters. Yeah. In 1986, will they be peeing their pants? Paul McCartney probably asked himself. I mean, like, who has, who has peed their <laughs> pants for anyone? Who are the people that people have peed their I pants know. for? It's the Beatles and it's Michael Jackson. Who and, else? Yeah, musician-wise, yes. Elvis, probably, right. maybe. I don't yeah. know. Do people go crazy over Elvis? I oh, mean, yeah. I know they dropped their panties, but did they lose their shit? There's probably some guy who was excited to see the new Radicals. <laughs> it was just like, <laughs> yeah, I got the music in me, but not the pee. <laughs> so, so here's the thing. If you look through photos, you can. there are differences between uh, old Paul and new Paul. And, and there's also this, well, whatever. Isn't uh, it interesting that um, Paul... Is still a lot, uh, quote unquote. Well, Paul yeah, Cardi. yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna and, eventually and play Ringo, some clips. And know. Ringo, most let's be honest, will probably die before Paul Bacardi. Isn't it interesting? I, ironic, even that the 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 person who we all thought was dead might outlive all the yeah. all the all the Beatles. Uh, uh, it, it, Why it do is, you think Ringo is gonna die before Paul? He's older and. Vegan baby, uh, <laughs> Paul McCartney's been eating the right shit. He's you know, not eat, eating cheeseburgers every day like yeah, me. Yeah, but Ringo has the exercise regimen of like playing the drums. He's like getting a full body workout like <laughs> yeah, every day. That's like the time I googled. <laughs> that's like the time I googled. Do you lose weight from masturbating? <laughs> <laughs> like okay, then you started making it so that you could lose weight. It's like well, if I'm jogging in place. You know? I just I gotta right. I gotta do it more furiously. Yep. <laughs> so so here's <laughs> the thing. I don't know if you guys know this, but when when uh, so uh, 
John Lennon and Paul McCartney knew each other before the Beatles. They were in a band together, maybe a couple before then. When they entered the Beatles, they had an agreement that whatever song either one of them wrote, they both got credit for. Hmm. And so they were fucking buds. Mm-hmm. They were fucking lifelong buds. They, How uh, do you go into a band saying, hey, whatever we do is together? We what write- do you mean? I would totally do that. That's r- so rare that out of four people, like, hey, whatever you do, I do. I knew a guy. Whatever your name's on, my name's on. Wouldn't knew, you do that? I knew well, a guy. Well, why not in, do it with all four? I knew a guy in Ringo. college who, um, uh, <laughs> what'd you say? Well, fuck Ringo. Ringo. I mean, like, <laughs> George Harrison's like, well, fuck you guys. I'll be an awesome songwriter also. <laughs> on Friday nights in college, I would go and there was like a sort of open theater for people to do sketches and stuff. They would announce the titles and the writers of the order before the show began. And my friend Jamal was always like, he would give a fake name and I would be like, how could you possibly the do that? How you want credit, right? You're doing this for credit. And Jamal was awesome and had a very like he was like a guy who was like, I can't kill a bug. A bug is equal to a human, you know, one of those guys. Uh-huh. So he he just didn't care. And uh I know Lennon McCartney like it was like the first time that a wait, a band writes its own songs before it used to be like a band uh, just Somebody cover writes, stuff yeah. and and uh, right. or they they have the songwriters whatever yeah 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 so I think that might have been like maybe if it was ten years later they would have gone hey it's okay if it's a a Lennon song and a McCartney song they were sort of like Rogers and Hammerstein I think they yeah thought, yeah like but here's duos. the here's the yeah. weird thing about it. so like you agree that this could be lifelong buddyship or this could be like hey let's just do it doesn't matter let's just do it but mm-hmm. so um they never they never. After the when the Beatles broke up, they never wrote worked together again. That's true. Um, they they did record a song separately in the studio together. Like there was a Beatles song, and then there was, George Harrison did a song where he got all of them to record separately. But they wouldn't ever work together hmm. in the studio again. Um. So so, and then you know because a, lot of, a, a lot of people or? blame a lot of people blame Yoko Ono for breaking up the Beatles, but. Uh, uh, John Lennon s- said that he was going to leave the Beatles in 19, late 1968 or mm-hmm. whatever. And then the, early the next year, Paul McCartney announced to the world that he was leaving. So mm-hmm. Paul McCartney said on record that he was leaving the band. I broke up with you. You didn't break yeah, up with yeah. me. But, but everybody <laughs> knew that John Lennon was leaving. But, here, yeah. but here's the thing. Is it like so, uh, you know, Paul and John got a lot of the credit. They They were mm-hmm. probably more responsible for a lot of the writing. Sure. Uh, George and Ringo then also started writing, but you know they had too many cooks in the kitchen. It's like, hey, let's, you know, we don't need your songs, and that's w- so George Harrison actually recorded his first album on his own. Hmm. He released the first album as a solo guy out of the four because he was like, I'm a songwriter too. But he has Beatles songs that he's credited for writing. Yeah, yeah, but not that many, you know. Right. He was writing songs; they just weren't accepting him as so a group. Do you, do you think this uh, imposter Paul? co-wrote the songs or it was just John Lennon going hey I'm gonna just well, here's continue what, here's the- what I think is I think they were fucking buds and then uh, there were two there were two versions one of them is is that he died and one of them is is that he didn't want to be famous anymore because there is this guy out there that facially looks like him he's he's like the janitor of the house that Paul grew up in mm-hmm. uh, 
Which is weird. It's but crazy. English it's weird. Tradition that the janitor looks like the youngest son. Of <laughs> right. It's kind yeah. of a weird thing that didn't we didn't take over. Oh, in the I didn't United know that, States. man. Yeah. I did, man. I fucks up all my research. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so they, uh, they. So so one version one version is that he died and that they replaced him, and one version is is that he didn't want to be famous anymore. You know, he didn't want the rivers of pee and just want to be a normal person. Whatever, whatever. But at any rate. Within the Beatles' history, uh, they were buds, and then at some point after they stopped touring, John becomes really upset with Paul, and they're not friends anymore, mm-hmm. and then so much so that, that John leaves and never is to work with him again, and then Paul leaves, whatever, but... um, um Fuck, where was I going? Well, I just think, aren't you describing, like, every sort of duo, like, every famous duo ever, like, has gotten to that point where they're just like i'm the one no i'm the one well fuck you then let's figure it let's just go our separate ways and like the first time i like identified that was uh watching ren and stimpy uh-huh i remember ren saying to stimpy everybody likes you nobody likes the jerk and i was like oh he's right when you watch a duo Jerk meaning straight man. Yeah, yeah. You end up liking, uh, yeah. you know, yeah, uh, whoever. And then I'm sure eventually the, each person goes, hey, they like the jerk more. No, they like the sweetheart more or whatever. But yeah. here, here's the weirdness about all this. Take, take all the album covers that have weird stuff like, you know. Uh, that baby's dick on Nevermind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah. Uh, I can't look at that without like ruining my day. For the rest of the oh next 24 God. hours, I'm thinking about that he's, dick. He's, he's Ooh, uncut and swimming. Because it's bigger than your dick? Or? Yeah. I'm like, that's what I'm striving for. <laughs> How is that baby's dick so big? I want his pool, How's and I want his dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so, like, uh, you know, th- they had an album cover where they were in, in meat. What do you oh, call I it? Butcher yeah, suits, yeah, yeah. and they have dead babies all over them. Whatever they have, they're, they're, there's all kinds of weird far covers. Out. There's yeah. weird lyrics. There's weird. There's stuff in backwards. Whatever. But um, after they've broken up, if you watch interviews with any of them, and I'm gonna play, I'm gonna play this Ooh. little video that's yes. got some quotes because they refer. One of them refers to him as as um, Beetle Bill, meaning whether you call it. Billy Shears or Billy Pepperpot or, you know, Billy and the Pepperpots is Sergeant Pepper and the Lonely Hearts Club band. It starts out talking about this is the, the album says that they're a new band and that they're Billy Shears is the their lead singer. So it's like some people interpret that that mm. was, uh, oh, this is Ringo or oh, this is Admission. Paul, whatever. And there's, there's actually a book. Now, I haven't read it, but Billy's back and and it's a book about uh, Billy Shears as if it's memoirs of Billy Shears as if he did replace Paul McCartney. Oh, okay. So whether the book is fake or not, I don't know, but, uh, uh, you know, it, it it calls up all the... Fills in the gaps. Yeah. Well, okay, yeah. so I'm sort of, like, trying to empathize with, like, John Lennon and, and, and the, the other Beatles. If Paul McCartney died and you're replacing him with a... F- Fraud. Why would you? Why would you put so many clues to it? Is it because 
the the record label told you to? Yeah, well here here's the thing is like if if he did die um supposedly the MI5 came in <laughs> which is like their CIA. MI5 is like the oh, domestic sure, yes, MI6 yes, yes, is yeah. like foreign and said I think I saw Tinker Tailor Soldier and Spy. Huh? Right, that movie? <laughs> Did you guys see it? <laughs> Do your joke again? Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy? That's the movie. It's about the um about the British CIA. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I don't know. Okay, I, don't know. Oh, I love Tinker you, buddy. Taylor Soldier <laughs> Spy. So supposedly they came in and said, "We can't have this happen right now." Uh huh. The Which, the world needs the Beatles. Yeah, it's a matter of national security that Paul McCartney is not dead. Oh, mostly because it's like, hey, let's just figure out how to handle this because if if at the height of Beatlemania, Paul McCartney was the most famous one out of them. He was mm-hmm. linked. People thought he was the lead singer. They, uh, the, uh, Whether you think he was the hottest one or not, he was the one that I think people liked the most. Mm-hmm. He was very charismatic. Uh, you know, they did a lot of interviews. Everybody watched all the interviews. Whatever. whatever. But but that like, hey, this is a, a, a national security issue because if the biggest thing in the world ends because one of the guys died – Girls are going to commit suicide. There's rivers of pee. Girls are going to be peeing everywhere. If you're dead, there's we're rivers going to be of pee. There's going to be pee, and we're an island of blood, and we'll sink. And ponds are bigger than you think. <laughs> Just blood and urine everywhere, covering the island of England. So, it would be a bad situation. So I know, and I'm like, well, I mean, I it, it, that that's a weird thing because that's a big suppose. It is because mm-hmm. you look at all the artists that have died within the last decade that are like pretty big. You know, Michael Jackson dying. Yeah, people went crazy over that. I mean, whatever. whatever. I, I what peed, are you saying, like in I terms of how street. people respond and like what is expected of the? I, I I know that it's different times, but people do mourn when when these creative artists pass away. Yeah. And so, but but did anybody commit suicide over the last decade because somebody died? We Kurt actually Cobain. wouldn't know. I bet, wouldn't I bet know. people yeah. killed themselves because of Kurt Cobain. I bet, especially, yeah. Yeah. So, at any rate, they refer, I, uh, later on they referred to... Oh, go on, go on. When I was in junior high, I wrote a, a speculative story about Kurt Cobain coming to visit me that he had faked his own <laughs> death in a reverse of the Paul is dead. That Kurt Cobain came and visited me and wanted to hang out with this kid in northwestern Iowa. He was like, man, the hype of everything got me crazy. <laughs> How sad were you I just want to hang out school, with a 13-year-old boy. You Did can you... sell that now. Yeah. <laughs> Did Kurt and me. What? Did you need friends in high school? Like, why? I think I needed... Um, Cool validation, like the idea that like this guy from Seattle would travel all this way to let me know like my flannel <laughs> shirt that I got from my grandpa's closet is cool. I yeah. faked my death just for you, Paul. For you, you Paul, are the reason. Not for my wife. You're a or real daughter. fan. Uh, yeah. You're not one of those posers. I don't know yeah. how well this is going to sound, but I want to play this real quick. One of them is it's it's referring to him as Beetle Bill. Hang on. One of them is they start. Wait, uh, hang on, real quick, because that would make sense. Because like, 
he hated like the football players who like liked the I'm talking about Kurt Cobain. Yeah. He like he hated that he became like a mainstream right, in uteros about that or uh, uh, um, in bloom. Yeah, so it's like he would definitely if he was gonna fake his death to visit a fan, it would be like a, a, a cool, loser, a loser kid. like you. <laughs> Like, oh man, <laughs> who drew pictures of him? The guys, the, the guys that beat him. me up, he love me. You want to go? Like, you know, I'd love to get just get a flat with like uh, in London with Michael Stipe. He'd go, yeah, I'd really like to live in this kid's parents' house <laughs> in the basement. Did you really draw pictures of him? I did. Oh man, it was like uh, the relationship a kid has with ET. Where you're like, maybe E.T. will come and visit me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll draw pictures of him until he shows up, you know? Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, KC. What? KC instead of E.T. Kurt Cobain. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. No one has ever referred to him as (laughs) KC. Uh, so, so I want to play this little thing real quick, and yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna set it all up, and we'll just let it go. I don't know how good it's gonna sound, and I'll post the link to this video. But basically, one of them is one of them referring it to Paul as Beetle Bill. So, so wait, here's the thing: when they broke up, the reason why they basically broke up is because, uh, uh, so okay, let's say he got replaced, and and basically Paul McCartney wrote a song, and then. Before it was released, they the producer like added some instruments to it, and he was like, "Why'd you fuck with that?" You know, like I. And so and so, yeah. There was a big rights issue that happened at the end, and, the, and, the, and the, that was the big breakup for Paul. Was like, why? You know, like I'm. I'll go do my own shit. The, if you listen to these interviews, and I'm going to play some of them, just clips of them. It's like they don't respect Paul McCartney. Mm. And 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 they refer to him as Beetle Bill. They always refer to him as Fall, and people say that's because he's the fake Paul. Oh. There are tons of interviews where they just call him Fall, and it's not a mistake. It's not a mispronunciation. They call they refer to him as Fall, and then um, um, yes, he was with Linda. They made Wings, and I was very happy uh, when you guys played Jet on Love. I was like, that's oh, yeah. it's a fucking <laughs> underappreciated. It's so, uh, anyways. It was, it was oh, awesome. I hate Jet. Oh. Well. <laughs> I fucking love. Do you do you hate it? Chet, Chet. I no 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 no. I hate that song. You like hate it? Are you just not a McCartney? I love, I love McCartney. I love yesterday. Yesterday is one of my favorite songs. Okay. Um, every wing song. Madonna. Though. You like too? What's that? How's that go? It was the Grace Under Fire theme. Lady Madonna, hold it to your tea. Da 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 dee da do da 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 dee. I don't think I recognize it. And I love Grace Under Fire. Love it. Watched it every week. Uh, so his second... Did you watch Veronica's Closet? I didn't. Um, oh, you missed out, dude. I, I watched it for one night. She asked me to make sure nobody stole anything from it. But, uh... <laughs> oh, no! Uh, what were you saying? Uh, 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 so his second wife, Hay- Haley Mills? Heather Mills. Which one was it? I don't know. Heather. Heather, think, Heather yeah, Mills? Yeah. Uh, when they when they had their big public breakup, there was this big huge thing where the media was just trashing her, mm. and they were saying like she's trying to fucking you know sell her story and stuff. So there's clips from her saying, "Wait, what year is this? Uh, what this is year? this is the '80s, whatever." I thought Linda McCartney, Linda was Linda was the first marriage. Yeah, but she was in that Simpsons episode, right? 
Oh, yeah, I think she lived until the late 90s. No, but they maybe. were together in that Simpsons episode. Yeah, I think until like the late 90s or early 80s. And she died, and then he married this uh, woman. With Heather. the leg? With the fake yeah, leg? Yeah, or yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. So, she had three fake <laughs> legs two for her arms and then one for a leg and then no leg. Actually, the fourth one was just a guitar that she would play. <laughs> That's cool. With the I other legs. Paul like that. <laughs> Your but leg she... is a little bit out of tune, dear. <laughs> oh, Paul. Excuse but, but... me. Uh, Heather, your leg is a little out of tune. <laughs> That's good. I think you need to tune your leg. What is this? We took it took oh, an hour no. and a half before we did a Liverpoolian accent. Device. That's I think some you've restraint. Got, you've got to turn your pinky toe a little clockwise. <laughs> Get that fifth string a little tighter. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she basically five string guitar claims that like <laughs> how uh, many strings are guitars? Is it five? I think six. Wow, we none of six. I knew it. Anyways. Well, that one that's... <laughs> no, I love the, the idea one that that's each tied. string is on a toe. It's the best. It's the best thing in the world. Uh, uh, so she... This is... I want you guys to hear this because she's talking about, like, I've got this... These people are trying to frame me because I have this information. I'm not going to... I'm not going to give this information out. But if they keep pressuring me, I have to... You know, there's this weird thing where, like, supposedly... She knows the secret of Paul being replaced, mm-hmm. and and she, and they're pressuring her to not release that information. Uh-huh. And the thing is, there was a George a George Harrison. There was an attempt on his life. They broke into his house, and and right. and and some people think it's because he wanted to come out. Some people think that that's why John Lennon died because he wanted to, uh, to reveal the truth. Right. And and and, and j- within John Lennon's death, you know, uh, uh, what was his name? Ch- Michael Mark David Chapman. Mark David Chapman. Yeah. Like after he killed him, he sat down and started reading uh, uh, the uh, Catcher in the Rye, the Manchurian Candidate Handbook, the Catcher in the Rye. He just sat down and started reading that. Mm-hmm. Whatever, whatever. So let me just play these clips. I don't know how long let it go, but and I hope you guys can hear it as much as the microphone, and I hope the microphone can pick it up. Jet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't want to live. I mean, it's catchy. Here's George Harrison's Beetle Bill comment. Yes, the team. Yes. Fairly fresh. This is actually a Beetle wife fixing the tea for one of the about four ex-Beetles. About three. About three. <laughs> See Beetle Bill making a pig of himself. Not doing so well these days, is he, Beetle? Well, he's number five in Sweden. Oh, in Sweden, that's it. George Harrison refers to Paul as fall. It's hard for Australians, I'm sure, when you think of, your, of the, uh, the Beatles tours to Australia, it's hard for an Australian to believe that you three guys who remain don't get on. We all have concepts of each other, you know? I don't expect you to go into the finances over the details, but is it really you know, a question over $1 million or, or $100 million? Is that the sort of thing? It's not really to do with anything like that. It's um, the personal problem Paul had, uh, which was not actually his problem. It was mine and Ringo, because... Because of what the history should show. As soon as we do that, Paul will be free of any problem he may have of us. Because I don't have time to screw around anymore, you know? 
And that's as much as I can say, or I go to jail for telling the truth. So I'm gagged at the moment because I'm not allowed to say a word while the media are fed this spin by a certain corner. All right, but then again, and as I say, I only know it from the media, so what do I know? But one of the clauses apparently in this whole divorce thing is that you want to be able to sell your story. And then again, people... rubbish. I can sell my story right now. I'm trying to protect Paul and our daughter. I am trying and I'm being pushed to the edge. You know why I've left you. Protect me and I will say nothing. Something so awful happened. Um, someone I'd loved for a long time, I found out, had betrayed me immensely. And I don't mean infidelity or anything like that. Like, beyond belief. So somebody betrayed you, and of course everyone here is going to believe that that's Paul McCartney. In a way, not infidelity, that is so much deeper than that, it wounded you and pushed you towards suicide. Yeah, it did. And he knows that. So it's Paul. But I've got to protect myself. I have to protect myself. People don't want to know what the truth is because they could never, ever handle it. They would be too devastated. McCartney playing right-handed in the Beatles anthology. So he was left-handed and supposedly when he got switched, there's a couple uh, pieces of footage of him taking a picture where he reaches to grab his bass right-handed instead of left-handed. And here's him playing right-handed. Here's him playing the drums right-handed. Well, that's... Yeah, yeah, drums, I agree. If you're right-handed, left-handed, it doesn't matter. Especially if you grew up playing piano. I don't know what else is on this, but uh, uh, anyways, it's it's really inter- oh oh yeah, and then and then there's when he's um, on Letterman, uh, he basically you know Letterman's like oh, you know remember when you died whatever the Paula's dead thing, and he's like yeah, and supposedly I'm the guy that replaced myself, or you know there's this weird thing where he uh-huh. says that every time he gets interviewed about it, he he it, it's always more it makes it more weird. It doesn't answer anything. It makes it more weird. That's all. Yeah, he doesn't give a, a fact that would sort of dispel everything. And well, so how would you, though? Someone's asking you to prove that you're alive. Wouldn't you just make a joke out of it? Well, but that's what he always does. But the thing is, he always adds clues to the fact that, yes, he's alive, but he's not Paul McCartney. Well, like how? Well, I, let me just continue playing this then, because this is on here. Well, this is the, This is the Letterman interview. Toward the end of the '60s, is that when the, uh, the the rumors about you being dead surfaced? Do you remember that? Do you remember yeah. remember how, how that started? What, what were your feelings about that? Yeah, what happened? Yeah, my feelings. Um, yeah, no. What happened was we did a cover for a record called Abbey Road, and we yeah, we mm. like it. He also clapped for Michael Richards um, that night. So, yeah, and the idea was to walk across the crossing. And I showed up that day with sandals, flip-flops. And so uh, it was so hot that I kicked them off and walked across barefooted. So this started some rumor that because he was barefooted, he's dead. (laughs) I couldn't see the That rumor didn't happen for... 
seems like a long, yeah. slow, difficult death. <laughs> <laughs> Being barefooted will kill you. Scorched feet. Uh, uh, and and, and, and what do you, how do you manage uh, something like that? Because it was a, a global rumor. And, and yeah. I mean, you know, I just, I just laughed at it and knew it was just because of the fame and the craziness. It was an American DJ, so you guys are to blame. Yeah. <laughs> Not you personally, but... No, the thing is, you know, I, I just laughed it off, but it was a little bit strange because people did start looking at me like... Right. Is it, is it him or a very good double? Well, that was the idea. That was the other part of it, that there was a guy who looked like you taking your place. No, well, this is him. Yeah. It's weird that they're both shirtless in that interview. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, do you think that was remember, one of the it like, wasn't producer's hot. ideas? Or? I don't know. It might be another clue. But, you know, when, when he when he said, oh, this is him, it was like, that, that made, people go, made uh, people go crazy. But Whatever. Like, you know, come on. I, sure, feel sure. Like, I feel like a lot of this stuff, like them calling him Fall or calling him Beetle Bill, can just come down to the fact that they're all pissed that like they're not like the Beatles anymore. Because he was the one who left. John Lennon left first. Well, allegedly he wanted to, but you just said that Paul actually no, left. No, no. John Lennon told the band members that he was leaving at the end of the year. And everybody, and, and they all knew that. But then Paul left. But then Paul announced like six months later to the world that he was leaving. So right. Like, but that's conjecture. Conjecture. Like you don't actually know that John Lennon said that to the Beatles. But they all, they all agree. I'm just saying, like the 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 public story is that Paul left the band. Like, if you don't buy into any but of this, I, but Paul the is thing is, is the stuff. reason why you can't say that's the public story is because everyone says Yoko Ono killed the Beatles. That's like the that that's the fact that I grew well, up. That's with. what popular culture says. But if Paul left the band before John did, and they're all calling him Fall and Beatle Bill. Like, couldn't that just be... Razzin. Yeah. Going like, thanks for killing the Beatles. But George Harrison, before before John Lennon quit, released a solo album. Is yeah, that people, not weird? People do that also? a lot. Not really. I mean, didn't uh, didn't uh, Justin Timberlake do single shit when he was like still with NSYNC? But this is back whatever? when they were coming up with the definitions of bands still. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah, maybe, but... I'm kidding, but... I just think that that would be my answer. To I mean, if all we were in a that. band and you released a solo album, I'd I, I'd be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" So when uh, right, uh, Heather, uh, the the second wife of Paul McCartney, is saying um, he deceived me. Do you think it, it's like somebody going, "Hey, I'm not really Paul McCartney. I'm I'm the person who replaced him." That's how I take it because it's like it's well, okay. Let let's say let's say. Let's say you married. There's no other. There's no other bigger person you could use other than Paul McCartney. And then he mm-hmm. says, "I'm actually. I actually replaced him." You know. That, that's there is a weird betrayal in there because it's like, well, I do I like you because you're Paul or because do I like you because you're you? And and yeah. then uh, and, is, and that, uh, that that brings up all of the rights issues when you heard uh, uh, George Harrison and Ringo talking about. Uh, you know, like oh, this will all blow over once we, when, you know, once we figure out, you know, like that. That, that that's weird to me because that supposes that, like, well, once you know Paul's been replaced, you know, like, mm-hmm. like none of this rights issues is going to matter because the, right. the the Beatles, you know, the the rights to their music was such a weird thing for so long that yeah. 
And then when Michael Jackson bought it, it was like that was a betrayal to Paul. Like they became enemies. Oh, you know, Paul didn't like that. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he was trying to, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but, but it's weird because, yes, I understand that here you are, the probably the biggest band in history, at least up until that point. And then no, who, it's all about the Stones, who owns man. your music? It's all the about the Stones. stones. <laughs> Rolling Stones, baby. I like that they played the blues. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a. Uh, I mean, with um, I don't know. It's uh, like it's, I, I knew what somebody. What other secret who, could, could she be talking about? His second one. Well, what could she be talking about? What's a big betrayal? I had a couple friends who 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 hosted a, a a show once, and they had a an actress who dated Paul McCartney to come on the the live show, and they asked her like, "What was it like to date Paul McCartney?" She she said he had a little ass dick. You think that was a bigger betrayal? So I than, think that was the betrayal. <laughs> she was like, "You're so tall. <laughs> You're so tall." Wait, so that's true? I guess. Legend has it, Paul McCartney has a little dick. <sighs> what? No, I just I'm trying to I'm trying to think of like, okay, I'm gonna date Paul McCartney. He oh, you're not necessarily is... expecting a big dick, is that what you're saying? No, not really. But like, he how small does songs. it have to be? Yeah, <laughs> like he's a creative guy, right? Like, does he does he necessarily like have the confidence of someone with a giant dick? Right. Did he, he did, drive maybe, a truck? Did he drive at, like a giant well, truck? He drove an Aston Martin back in the day. Okay, oh, really? so and so the signs were there. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, but like, like you know. The, so much so that that within all of this lore, everybody knew that when that car when that car crashed and was totaled, everybody knew it was Paul McCartney. And so mm-hmm. there was uh, there was actually a newspaper article that said Paul McCartney died. That that, that like none of this stuff is the just like made up. News. There is, there is an old <laughs> article that he crashed his car and he died. Right, but they say that. I mean, the news gets it wrong a but lot. But this is 1966. Do, were when they getting things were wrong? Reporters. They man. weren't fucking like trying to make a name for themselves. They were, trying, you know, whatever. I mean, tabloids started in fucking Great Britain. Well, right? especially like, Beatles at the height of Beatlemania. I get it. But but like everybody knew his car. So there, there's one other story that that there was a big drug party and he lent his car to somebody to go get some drugs and then the kid. Uh, uh, wrecked and everybody thought it was Paul because it was his car but it wasn't him and so mm-hmm. there was a cover up. At any rate uh, uh, th- there's, there's a lot of weird things like Paul McCartney in 1976 didn't attend, was it 76? I don't know. One of the one of the 70s out of the 10 yeah. that you get to choose from. <laughs> uh, his father died and he didn't go to his funeral. Oh. Paul McCartney didn't go to his father's funeral. And then here's the other weird, here's another weird thing. I keep, here, here's the thing, this is what always happens. I have all these facts and then I forget them all, whatever. Um, there was a girl that had a, a child with Paul McCartney in like 1964 or whatever, and and he suggested that she get a, a you know a, a abortion. abortion, and she said no, and and Paul McCartney is listed as the father on the birth certificate, and then uh, in in later on uh, the kid took a, a paternity test, and Paul was not his father, and she said she basically I know that hmm. you know with, along with Por- Povich, a lot of people claim Maury Povich. I'm saying a lot of people claim like oh, I'm 110 percent sure that she he was the only guy I fucked, but uh, uh, this girl was she said she didn't even have sex after Paul, 
and and so along with this conspiracy their paternity test didn't match and people right. say oh that's because everybody knows that that's his dad but he's replaced right um what whatever i mean the thing is with this thing there's so much more speculation than actual story and 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 with any conspiracy theory when anybody adds what they think is happening that's when it gets weird because why do you think that but but with this specifically they are this. giving out clues for sure well well that, that, i mean 100 giving out clues there, there's even a line there, there's even a line in the song like oh here's another clue the walrus was Paul. yeah but don't you but don't you lean into that shit if 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 if, if oh, I'm saying real or fake, they're definitely giving out clues. Okay, whether they're but real I or just fake. mean okay. But here's the thing: like you can't. Yeah, maybe this guy was the pot, potty and the Pottersons. What what was Pepper? Billy Pepper and Billy the Pepper, Pepper Pots. So maybe he is a talented musician, right? Sergeant and, Pepper. Oh, go on, go on. <laughs> I mean, I just think like. Uh, if he's a fraud, he's the most talented fraud in the history of frauds. Yeah, and they used because to open he for him. had a very successful solo career. Yeah, you guys love Jet, but you think it's not actually, uh, uh, what's his name? Paul McCartney. Right. I don't. But you, but like, okay, so if that's the case, and you don't believe that, and you love Wings, then what's the difference? Outside of like this is the truth and we need to reveal the truth. Like, is it really? Does it really matter? No, it, it, it's it's weird when you when let's say that this is a true history and when you look at them getting together to do their rooftop concert or something like that and and then like it, it it's weird to watch it thinking that oh they all know that it's all bullshit and 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 so so here's John Lennon basically because John Lennon wrote most of their songs and and came up with a lot of their ideas for the artwork and all this stuff. And it's basically like him being like, hey, I, I used to love my friend and my friend is lost and I can't express that grief to you, but I can secretly let you know uh, that this guy's a fucking intru- uh, a false. Uh, okay. I just, yeah, I just don't, I mean, it's weird because like, yeah, the <laughs> I really doubt that the, that the that the country is like we've got to cover this up because girls are gonna kill themselves if Paul's dead. But but I, and and I I do agree with you. But it is weird from a country's perspective to be like there's rivers of pee. We're trying to deal with government and society, and then these fucking girls are pissing their shit over this music yeah. that like we don't even like or whatever. Whether they like it or not, it's just like. Here's something that we can't comprehend and how it fits into society, but this is the way society's moving forward. I wonder if it is like we were saying, like, what's the authentic Paul? Because, like, it could be a sort of a, you know, with conspiracy theories, you can ask the question of, like, what is this theory, like, filling in the blanks for that, like, makes us feel good? And I wonder if, like, as the Beatles got more abstract and psychedelic, you're sort of looking for the authentic uh, yeah, Paul. Yeah. And so you're like, well, what's explaining sort of their weird lyrics and their weird music is sort of like it changed at some point. They, they a guy, Paul McCartney, became this other person, and it's just a... And I don't even mean it as a and lie. It's just like it's a satisfying with way drugs. to live. Yeah. Start, you know, like they got big and started doing drugs. So, 
within all of this story. It helps bridge that gap yeah. of like when the Beatles went from innocent boys, as far as we knew, or as far as people knew, to long-haired hippies. You kind of go like, oh, I bet a... Some rogue element got in there and started mixing stuff up. Yeah, and, um, and also, I mean, like, like there there is a difference in them, you know, playing the standards to to you know. I don't listen to their first cup few albums, mm-hmm. you know, and then they get more intricate and they do produce albums that, like they said, are so intricate that you can't play live. Yeah, you know, and it's like, oh, well, that's great because they're. You know, and it, while you're exploring life, you know what? It's weird because you need to figure it out for yourself. And 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 whatever you decide your life is, and whatever you decide humanity and the exist and your existence is, it's like when you watch someone go through that, they're definitely going to change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And I, and I think like the whole like we can't play live thing just comes down to your evolution as like a musician. I mean, like Brian Wilson did the same exact thing where he's doing like pet sounds yeah. and it's like just experimenting with weird sounds and stuff like that. And if you look at like any, any kind of genius in any field, it's like, Oh, none of this is practical. Like f- fucking Frank, Frank, Frank Lloyd, Wright, Like those buildings are dumb. You know what I mean? Like, well, I was pic- thinking about today, this. like the Beatles, the name itself is a pun and that is so fucking stupid and awesome at the same that the 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 act of show business since the beginning of time their name is like a dumb stupid they like beats in their songs right yeah 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 (laughs) Yeah. i mean it's yeah it's the dumbest name well, in all of names. Picture this. It's so stupid. I mean, here's here's the craziest thing about the Beatles. Yes, they're playing these fucking penny-dropping standards. Right. <laughs> Whatever. Mm-hmm. But but uh, uh, they're actually all really talented, great writers, great yeah. musicians. They're so fucking eccentric that they could write forever, and they all did. But... Uh, uh, Girls are just and I, well, guys too. Whatever. People are losing their shit, and it's like, how much are you really paying attention? Like, uh, we don't need to go on con- on tour anymore because like, just actually listen to the music. Oh, well, but hang on. Here's a let me let me blow your minds for a second. <laughs> Paul, you're a musician, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, accomplished, accomplished music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What and how do you define not <laughs> <laughs> accomplished? All I'm saying is. We exist, what what has it been, 50, 60 years after the invention of rock and roll, right? Couldn't you just be like a very average musician, but like nothing has been done at that point, so everything you do is kind of good? Like, because at this point, we're, we've come, unless you invent a new genre, you're just always going to be doing the same chords that everyone else has always done and the same kind of beats. Couldn't you, Paul? That was uh, Harris Whittle's big argument all the time with me. For real? Yeah. He was always like, is it really that impressive that the Beatles were adventurous? Because they were because the first they had, ones. they had so much terrain to cover. And my argument was they saw that terrain. Nobody else saw that terrain and in retrospect we go yeah it'd be easy to put a band on the moon of course we'd inevitably end up on the moon but you go "Eh, it takes real work to have somebody do that i don't know man because like here here ready 
There. I just did like a song. I just made I'm a song. I'm loving it. <laughs> I feel that way with no, musicals. When I go see a musical and everybody's flipping out about it, I'm like, 10 people came up with them, could have come up with a melody. Right. And you found a way to figure it into a story. Who really cares? You know, but. That's a that's maybe a different thing. <laughs> you hate Hamilton, is what you're saying. <laughs> no, listen. When I first heard the songs from Hamilton that everyone was freaking out about, I was like, "This sounds like a." Was it the lyrics? This, no, People just freak the out whole for songs thing. for different reasons. When I, whole... when I saw Joseph in the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, uh-huh. <laughs> the song starts with like. Poor, poor Joseph, what's he gonna do? Something like that. And I was like, that's like that super drag song. Uh, Look around, everybody bring it down. Like, and I was like, super drag's just writing awesome songs. They don't need to put in a fucking Old Testament. Yeah. I hope super drag is listening to this. (laughs) (laughs) But like, so what? So you said they're all great writers or whatever. I just think there wasn't enough good writing at that time. They were just like, but but but, but what but, are we supposed to be doing now? But but what let's the come up with you know? let's come up with future music. <laughs> I mean, it's I mean, anti chords. <laughs> Silence. I just I, the, that argument doesn't hold for me because there was so much great shit going on. No, there wasn't. At you that got time, pet sounds. You got fucking Elvis. Oh, you well, got, that's later. They were inspired that's by later. Elvis. Our guest is leaving. He's so upset that I would say that the Beatles were hacks. Um, I just think like I don't. I and that point doesn't even come. Like, well, I guess maybe it does. It does sort of lead to like almost, almost uh, to 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 um, um, support your Paul is dead thing because like my point is that like. So much, so many songs had not been written. It would be easy to replace a guy at that time because you just had to be a comparable like musician. What was the band where they replaced everybody? Uh, uh, they 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 bought the rights to uh, a band and then they toured in America and they weren't the people that wrote. Was it the Birds? I don't know. Are you talking about when Gallagher two started being Gallagher? Uh, there's that too, but there was a band that they hired Americans to play the British people. The Monkees? No. No. <laughs> now we can just cut this out. I'm not going to fucking find this. Whatever. How do you Google this? I'm not even going to tell you what I Googled because it's so embarrassing. All right. I wrote Americans replacing British uh, song 60s. I don't fucking know. Hey, Paul, do you remember a, a, a group of uh, some Americans that replaced some British people uh, because they basically this British band, like they, it's not like they lost their rights, but an American band took over for them. Eh, whatever. Maybe. Gallagher 2? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> you the same joke? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. 
<laughs> that's oh my awesome. god that's great <laughs> who was it <laughs> <laughs> no was we don't it? know we don't know oh. he just he is like thinking of something that is who knows if it's even right or not or true yeah um all right so let's wrap it up um i mean you're you're good to wrap it up right yeah yeah, like, yeah. uh guys I, guess- I think this is a great talk i love the uh the ideas that were exchanged and communicated uh-huh. and received and sent. Because uh-huh. I cause like I, I believe it and I know that you don't. Well, why do you – okay, let me just ask you that. Why do you believe it? Well, uh, uh, because I feel like the way that they talk about Paul and disrespect him, I don't feel like that disrespect for, would just come from like, oh, you fucked up our band and uh, – because they were all successful after that. So it's not like – it's not like they – that he took anything away from them. Yeah, but you've seen like football players leave a team and then talk shit about that team. Like I don't, they're all still millionaires. You know, it's like a pride. Yeah, thing. but I, like, I, to me though, it, it's like, you know, like like uh, what, what, that 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 first thing that I played where they were like, oh, seems like Beetle Bill's making a, a mm-hmm. go at whatever. It's I just, just feel like well, go on. But it, it, it's three of the Beatles talking shit about the fourth one because he left. But John left before he did. No, no, no. Yeah. That's fact. That's fact. No, that is... but no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not like rolling my eyes at that. I'm saying like if those three were doing an interview, it means they're on good terms, and the fourth one is not. You know what I mean? So it's like regardless of like what actually happened, there was a bad breakup, and but, they all blame that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, and I, I agree with that. But because of the the rights issues, and then like his second wife that. There, I have never heard anybody say that their betrayal was bigger than infidelity. I've never heard that before. Well, it makes me, no sense to me because you know, I'm like, what? Well, what betrayal is bigger than infidelity? Well, put yourself, put little yourself, little dick. <laughs> First of all, little dick. Secondly, <laughs> your claim to fame is that you married a beetle, and 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 they're like, we'll give you a thousand pounds if you come on our show. But she's saying she's, and she's saying, like, yeah, I'll shit talk fucking Paul. No, 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 no. But the the whole time, she's like, Paul, I'm trying to defend you. You know, it, it's the weird thing because she's saying a bigger betrayal than infidelity, but that she wants to protect Paul and her chi- child. So it's it's mind blowing. Yeah, but you don't because think there she's... is not a situation that I can come up with, and I'm pretty smart. Oh, really? Because I'll give you one <laughs> off the top of my head. She's blackmailing him. She just she just is threatening him. Who maybe he maybe he's got a weird fetish or something. The and only she's way, going out and the going only like, way I could agree with you if she's is if she's blackmailing him about Paula's dead, which actually fits really well. That's well, the only thing that I think would work. It'd be like she's pretending like it's real. Exactly. Is that is that funny? No. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> what if that's the truth? She's a celebrity wife, dude. So of course she's going to go she's going to get attention however she can. She has no talents outside of having only but, one but leg. But she doesn't need his money. She's already a model. She's a model before they She's a model be, that's you know, he didn't find her it's not always like, about money. like delivering newspapers to him. She was a model already. It's not but it's not always about money. You, you said could, it you but you said that she was well, why would you blackmail somebody not for money? Uh for power and control? There's no power. They have a they have a child together. Like maybe he's threatening to like get custody or something. I mean, 
There's a Ooh. lot of reasons. You guys got to start watching Survivor because <laughs> then you start thinking about like what really is going on. Survivor never happened until Survivor happened. Nobody was that manipulative until they had to be. <laughs> until you watched other people have to be manipulative. Well, you know, unless you're talking about this li- fake Linda. What's oh, maybe name? Linda's fake. Maybe Heather is actually Linda. Linda is dead. Heather oh. is dead. And she just was Stella tired of dead. making music. Yeah. No, she couldn't make music anymore because she was replaced. Linda. Yeah. Was replaced by... Uh, Heather, but... They didn't. Yeah. They didn't need to pretend like she was Linda. That was a bummer when, uh, yeah, Linda McCartney died because that's basically like, hey, I know my dad's gonna be married to this woman for the next fifty years, and then she dies, and then you have to like watch your dad remarry yeah, to a yeah. younger lady who's like maybe not in it entirely because she, she loves even the guy. Have the, yeah. the requisite amount of legs. Like, hey, my mom used to make music. I'm, I'm missing a leg. I heard Paul McCartney was dating her and an octopus at the same time. And there was like sort of like this like I don't I can't choose rivalry. Uh, one of them doesn't have enough legs. Another one has too many. <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> and I'm still trying to write music. <laughs> the whole. Timmy time. Octopus in the dead of night. No, Paul. No, Paul. No. Well, that's about uh, Octopus's Garden. It's about the Beatles song. It's Octopus about... Garden forever. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, yeah, I don't know. It's weird that you believe this because there's no, there's no um, like currency in you believing oh, it. Oh, oh, oh. Well, I mean, I mean, here's the thing. When you go down this rabbit hole, you start looking at the differences in his appearance after 1966 meaning he grew 2 inches he his earlobes used to used to not dra- droop down and then all of a sudden they droop down the next year he's missing moles that's called there's gravity a lot of baby. weird there's a lot of weird facial things though that missing like missing moles i've had moles re- removed i'm i'm just saying though that like there are people if you just look at the just do it do yourself a favor and Play the Paul I would is dead say, game. Willie, like, but look at the images. Follow the money. What's the reason that they would need to replace Paul? I don't think they made more money because Paul was possibly dead. That's Im- that is impossible. And that and that seems like the only reason that they would even do that, right? But so, they were making plenty of money. Exactly. So why even do it? Unless unless there was like a financial reason to do well, it. Well, I mean, here's it, my end game is this. All the Beatles are fucking old, and they've all, other than John, have like been getting old. And so, if you're gonna do something like this, and you're not gonna claim it, and you all know that you're doing it, it's like, oh, we we pulled one over on the Americans, whatever. The English are in on that too. But I'm just saying that, like, how how are you a magician that doesn't take credit for even knowing magic? It's like. There ha- there, there's no end game in the falseness. Yeah, oh, did they sell extra albums? Not enough for them. Listen, even if it was fake, there's an end game in saying like, "Hey, we fooled you guys. I'm dying." That's why I don't. That's why I don't understand why you believe it. Because there's no end game. So, to me, the end game is. I mean, I mean, like, if you really 
like look at the differences in Paul's fa- facial all right, all right. features. Paul, what do you think? Um, do you believe that Paul McCartney died in 1966? Yes. No, I do not. Ah! I do not. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I saw him at Dodger Stadium a couple years ago. It looked like the guy I saw on TV. He was oh, playing left-handed I, guitar. I, I'm yeah. telling you, uh, the guy that replaced him was more talented than him. They used to open for him. I'm saying that he was a musician that was great, hmm. and and he was a better songwriter. Listen, you could argue all day long Wings about... Wings is not better than Beatles, man. Wings sucks. Wings is on par with a lot of the Beatles. Fuck that. Nope. I've only heard Jet and like one other. Dude, Band on the Run is better than. Band on the Run sucks. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, anyways, I don't anyways. like Wings. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. I, I'm just I'm just saying though that like. Uh... Oh, you know what's good though. Oh no, I can't think of it. There's one Wings song that I like that I can't think of. Listen, listen, <laughs> listen. Well, here, here's the other side: is that like they tried to make this money-making idea, it didn't work out. So you're not going to claim that either. You know, you're, who's going to claim their failure? I just don't. I so all right. I but but I uh, but but okay. Let's say you're okay. There, this whatever. We got to end the show. Yeah, man. I know. I know. I love talking about it. It's a fun <laughs> thing to talk okay, about. Okay, let's. If you're not bored. Uh-huh. I'm not saying we're going to keep going, but we're going to introduce a new segment. What's the segment, Brendan? If Wade believed it. If Wade believed it. Okay, so it. if Wade believed, if I believed this, that Paul was dead, how would I do it? Or what would it, what would, what would have to have happened for me to believe it? I haven't been thinking about this at all. <laughs> so, so I would say, for me to believe this, Wings would have had to have been better. Everybody makes fun of Wings. Uh, uh, along with this story, Linda McCartney knew the secret, and she blackmailed him into creating a band, and that that she only married him to. to was be she Wings. involved in Wings? She was Wings. She was Wings. Her and Paul were Wings. Okay. Um. They would have had to have been better. They if weren't. this guy, if this guy who is, well, I mean, here's the thing: better when it comes McCart- to music, groups, hey, this is my segment. Okay, it's called- okay, but they make music. They make money on the tours, not the album sales. Tour, back then, touring back then is the you money. Made money on everything. No, that's the way it's become. But back then, you made money on. But the to writing. press a record, they didn't make as much money pressing albums as they do now making CDs. CDs are pennies on the dollar. Albums were like dollars on the dollar. Well, I don't. I'm not gonna. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, like back in the day, touring was how you made. I money. think if Paul McCartney was not really Paul McCartney, let's see. If the okay, so how does this work? I have to say what it would be. So I guess I'm basically <laughs> coming up with my own conspiracy theory. Well, I okay. I so gotta Paul show you dies. his face changes. 1966. Look at this right here. He goes from fat round face to skinny long face in a year. Who hasn't done that? (laughs) Dude, you don't go skinny long face. You go fat round face. You don't go backwards. I lost weight. 
But you're, my face but you're, is less round. Do you go to my Instagram and look at my look at my driver's no, no, license no. photos? I don't mean I don't I mean I don't mean round fat. I mean bone structure. The chin's getting longer. This this is some Pinterest fucking collage. So it's not as good. But when you look at his face structure and his ears changing and. Whatever. I mean, I mean, you know. I thought I was supposed to do a. Yeah, thing. you're doing it. You're doing it. Go. Well, but now I don't. I don't. I don't. I. <sighs> I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> saying I though. Say, I would say for this to be true, Paul McCartney would have faded away much, much longer ago than he did. Like once John Lennon died, I don't think there would be a Paul McCartney anymore. But, but, I think like he would have like went into like recluse mode. He would have like disappeared from the face of the earth. Like if, if real Paul was upset about John dying, yeah, I agree with you. But it's fake Paul. No, wait, what? You can't. I'm throwing shit at my... you. Go on. I know. If I'm a fraud, and the entire reason I'm a fraud is because of this band, and then the band goes away, I'm not going to keep living publicly and like doing the Simpsons. I'm going to like go away as soon as possible so that people don't. See that I'm a fraud. Here's the thing: the diff- the reason why you, no, dude, you can't comprehend my, it. But this is my the only reason I would ever believe that they replaced Paul McCartney in the Beatles would be if he quickly disappeared after the Beatles broke up. That's the only. Does that satisfy the uh, segment? <laughs> yeah. Meaning that if that had happened, then I would be like, okay, you might be right because what did happen to him? But I feel like but if he you're, kept if making you're music, an imposter and you're so good at it that you're actually better than the person you're impostering. Is that a word? Impostering. Then you create you you created your own version of this person, and your your version is better. So never stop. I don't know, man. Like, you know, I had a, I had one of his solo albums that he put out in, like, the fucking 90s or whatever, and it was like, this isn't that good. Like, he's not Flaming that good. Flaming Pie? F- is it called Flaming Pie? I think that was the solo record of his. Paul, you don't believe this either. What would it take for you to believe that Paul McCartney died? Hmm. Uh... I mean, I do like the evidence of the one that's most, the one that I believe is like, they quit performing live, and that happened at that moment. It's like, oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess for me, in order to believe, it would be that they played at Woodstock. Paul McCartney was out there looking like Paul McCartney playing mm-hmm. a bass in front of everybody. Then you would believe that Paul died? <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it would be that they play at Woodstock and this three-foot Chinese guy goes <laughs> out and it's Paul McCartney. That, that would make me, yeah. All right. Well, let me, wait, wait. Well, let me ask you guys both a question. And that question is, um, you know, when you, when, you, when you start talking because you forget what you were going to ask and you're, like, stalling. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm doing. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> I know what that feels uh, like. Fuck, what, it Paul, was so good. do you know good. what that feels like at sure, all? Sure, we all do. Do you ever get on stage and just totally blank? <laughs> and then you take a shit because you famously did that once? 
<laughs> do you do you guys? Uh, I'm not going to remember it, but but here's my half-assed version of that: is um, do you think that? Uh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Do you think that the Beatles? Let's let's say you were the Beatles. All right. All right, we're the Beatles, and there are rivers. There are rivers of pee. Yeah. All in up. the middle of the night. Would you guys? Would are you guys offended by rivers of pee, or you are you impressed by rivers of pee? Well, I'm Ringo, and I am a bit of a water sportsman, <laughs> so I want to get around in that pee. I want to roll around in it. I'm never gonna. I'm never gonna stop. The, the girls will pee until they're eighty. I want the, I want the girls to pee until they die, until they die of dehydration. The girls will never stop the rivers. I want to kill them with their pee. Aren't you Im- so impressed that you will never? S- why? Why would you stop? So touring? you're like, okay, girls are peeing. Paul's dead, but girls are peeing. <laughs> we gotta keep doing this. <laughs> All right. Um, That's my thing. Paul, yeah. thanks for being here. Thank do you, you for having do you, me. <laughs> do you want to plug anything? Uh, this this will come out in like, I don't know, three weeks or oh, something. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. You can, guys can watch Love on Netflix. Sure. Well, you can do that at any time. Is there any more timely? Oh. Oh, do you want to talk shit about Master of None real quick? What? No. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's crazy. I'm just trying to dig some dirt. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Shame on you, little Wade. <laughs> I should say that comes from nowhere. That's Paul did not talk shit That's about true. Master that is at true. all, at all. Thank you. Um, yeah, watch Love on Netflix. It's great. Watch Love on Netflix. Uh, watch that movie that uh, Paul Rudd's wife did. Mm-hmm. Um, just <laughs> watch the, me and Wade log footage for yeah, a reality show uh, in 2006. Try, you know, they don't get credit for that, but maybe you guys should give specific episodes that you like Fuck, logged I don't for. Even, I think because I was, isn't that an interesting thing? Like, oh, here's something that uh, yeah. Paul logged back right, 10 right, years right, ago. Right. God, yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea what show that was. I you don't. got the cushy job of watching every episode of What's Happening. To pull anytime they said a catchphrase. Wait, I did do that. Yeah, and I was like, that's a awesome job. <laughs> <laughs> you get to watch TV and yeah. just grab catchphrases. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was for a different, a completely different thing. Yeah. Um, well, thanks for being here. Thank you for having uh, me. Well, oh, do you have a new band? Oh, we're still we're don't stop or we'll die, but we have a we just recorded an album last awesome, week. Dude. Yeah. Awesome, dude. It's like that is awesome. It's honestly like. I, I know it's like joke music, but it's also really good. It's it's more of that. Next I, lo- time I fucking around, love buddy. it so much, yeah, dude. Who's thanks. who's the drummer now? Uh, well, we had um, uh, uh, a couple buddies of um, Harris is actually from Texas. Uh-huh. Uh, they like were filling in and stuff. So nice. the, the way we approached it was like, hey, let's just have different people drum. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Next yeah. time, I'm a drummer. Look yeah. Me, look me oh up. yeah, look we'll me bring up. in the Tom Toms. The Tom Toms? It's a drum, Wade. Oh, oh I blew God. it. Oh, no. <laughs> it's not two guys named Tom. Well, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, yeah, go on iTunes and buy uh, Don't Stop or oh, We'll Die. Wade. I fucking love it, dude. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, like, great that you put that shit in love, too, like the, the, the movie stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it so much. Um, all right, thanks, thanks Thank again for being here. Thank you for having here. me, dudes. Yeah.
Uh, uh, just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not after you. Thanks for listening, everybody. Hello, I'm Dave Ross. Hey, and I'm Hampton Young. And we host Suicide Buddies on Starburns Audio. That's right. It's a podcast about suicide, but not to make light of it. We actually talk about suicidal thoughts, depression, kind of with a sense of levity that Dave and I have with each other. He's my best friend. Come on. Yeah, we're buddies. (laughs) Suicide Buddies. (laughs) That's the title. One of our favorite episodes that we've recorded so far is about this guy, Jan Pataki, who was a Polish aristocrat in the 19th century. Mm -hmm. And he, uh, one of the reasons it's possible that he killed himself (laughs) is that he thought he was a werewolf. Oh. Check out a clip. It also makes me think, like, we were talking about in the Norway uh, black metal episode, how, like, just the culture of your surroundings can affect you. Like, he's in a castle in Poland. He's Like, I mean, if you lived in a castle in Poland and no one knew anything about anything, you might be like, I'm a bat. I'm probably a bat. (laughs) 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 That's like literally what happened to Batman. <laughs> he literally is in his mansion. He's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm, I'm a bat. bat. I'm a bat. I'm a <laughs> bat. I'm a, I'm I'm a bat. bat that helps people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bat that helps people. I'm a, I'm a rich... I don't know what you want from me. And uh, my, and my a... girlfriend, she's a cat. She's a cat. My she, girlfriend's she, a cat. She steals things. She's a woman who steals things. She's a cat. I'm a bat. I'm a bat. I help people. She's a cat. We fight a penguin. My. Uh, my... <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha